this is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. So much death in the news this week, I think we could all use a little good news. So here it is. Noah's homemade signs went over really well at Friday night's WWE house show. See? Sometimes good things happen to good people. Here's the show. Wait. Oh, very, uh, very positive uh, it's intro. Been, it's been a sad week. Hold he on. wanted to try to find a silver lining. So I'm he didn't insult me in any way because I'm so confused. That's usually true. Do you feel us. insulted by your his lack of insulting? Because he usually is very insulting. No, I just feel so strange about it. <laughs> Welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast, episode 352. We have a very special guest sitting in with us, and I'm not talking about Sid. That's a different type of special. Aww. Different type of Sid. <laughs> That's right. Justin Foley of the very popular New York group, The Austerity Program. There, you know, right outside the Metal Injection Studios, there was tens of dozens of, of, of young women just screaming because- like, ah, Justin Foley's here! And we're like, back off, ladies. It's, that, that didn't happen. <laughs> I, I, I just can't. I gotta be honest. It's Easter. I feel like we should respect yeah. that it's Easter today and just... You're the, you're so the, you're saying the only reason that that didn't happen is because those young women were yeah. busy at like Easter. Sunday. They were a mass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, we're all <laughs> Jews, so we're basically the yeah. villains in that story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He has risen. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that that's true, though. I, I would. I would think that that if I'm not Jewish, but if I was Jewish, I might. I might be like, look, you know. We won, and then they made up the story about like, oh, but don't, dude, he came back. You didn't see him. You guys didn't yeah. see him, but I swear to God, he came back. <laughs> he did. It's a good point. To ruminate on that. Oh, we already have a oh. caller. Five six two. Is it Jesus? Jesus, is that he you? Wants to clarify. Area code five six two. Does Jesus live in a five six two area code? Easter robber. Easter robber. Easter robber. That's nice I like it Thank you El Duderito Hey thanks Yeah I called in Because I got shunned From my family Easter party For the dessert I brought So I thought I'd talk to you guys Did you bring Holodietz for dessert Is that why Oh come on Oh god If I brought that I'd be exiled From the neighborhood Did you have an Easter egg hunt Uh, For my cousins Yeah but The reason why I basically got shunned Was Well First of all, pretty much any of my family parties they get together, it's pretty unpleasant. They just rave about politics and religion all the time, and it just makes it uncomfortable. So I thought I'd interject some creativity and humor into my dessert. Uh, Do you guys know those uh, shortbread cookies with a little dollop of uh, jelly in the middle? Yes. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I decided to make a little shortbread cookie shaped like hands and then the dollop of jellies in the palm so it looks like Jesus has oh. impaled the hand from the oh. cookie. That's so crazy. Oh, that's nice. So Pleasant. topical. Is it like a raspberry uh, jam? <laughs> strawberry? Uh, no, it was strawberry, okay. but... Rob, do you find that offensive? You said that my shirt was offensive. I'm just curious. Uh, I didn't say I found your shirt offensive. I oh, said others I could, might find yeah. it. I could see how others would find it offensive. So do you think others would find that offensive? I think I feel it's creative. Like, I feel like people who who take that sort of thing seriously would find it offensive. People that take Easter seriously enough to have an Easter party for their family. Right. Probably. <laughs> yeah. But people who do that kind of thing, don't they have pictures of an impaled Jesus all over the place? Yeah. So and they also, you know, but, take and, the... the 
communion wafers, which is like eating Jesus. Right. So this it's is not like a combination of the two. Skin. You are li- yeah. it yeah. is literally. They just want to see him on the crucifix, and that's it. They don't like any other jokes really pointed out by him. But yeah, you guys are a lot more. Uh, Accepting and generous in my family. Thanks. Wow. But, but wait, is this party happening right now? Like, are you at yeah, this party? Yeah, uh, it's at my parents' house. I'm in my old room right now. So you, so everyone's, like, doing the family party thing, and you're like, um, okay, I'm just going to go up to my room. And, 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 you, and the, call your favorite podcast. No, no, yes. no, everyone was upset by the dessert I brought. So so you got I sent was, to your uh, room. And you're calling us. I sent myself to my room. I just so kind of said, yeah, you, you did when you made the Jesus cookies with <laughs> blood in the middle. You kind of already knew that. Yeah. What were the? Give I us guess. some quotes. What were the reactions like? Like a lot of eye rolling, a lot of Sid. <laughs> Could you go downstairs and like have us on the phone with your mother and like ask everyone if they tried your cookies <laughs> and what they thought? No, they don't want to touch the cookies. I actually have some here right now. Would you guys eat them if I mailed them to you? Yes. Those at the those Windsor tarts are my favorite. I, I don't believe about the cookies. I'm sorry. You've seemed very nice, but I don't believe about the cookies. You need to take some, some pictures and take some pictures and either tweet at us, Facebook us. Yeah. We want to see them. I kind of made like a little uh, meme. I put like a caption underneath it and threw up on the internet. I don't know if uh, I haven't really been on it that much today. Maybe some people like it. I don't know. But, yeah, I'll try sending a picture. There's some uh, some audio from uh, when he presented the... His oh, yeah? What is that? Upset. Are you a Christian? She was very, uh, very <laughs> no, upset Carol? and angry. No, that's the crazy woman that went on that yeah, rant, yes, remember? Yes, I know. I'm, I'm playing along with the joke. Jesus Christ, not Muhammad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't want to make Muhammad cookies. <laughs> oh, God, no. The- those now, now Islamic people would definitely be offended by that. We could agree on that, right? Why? If she said Jesus Christ, not Mohammed. No, no, no Muhammad, Muhammad cookies. cookies. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know. Is that the same as drawing Muhammad? Are you, uh, yeah. Are you I cannot can't depict kind of Muhammad in any way. Muhammad. I, I, Even in delicious cookies, now, I think, he who I think shall there, not be drawn. There are probably some some Muslim folks who would find it very funny. I would imagine there's a <laughs> continuum of belief where there's like some people are insane mm-hmm. and other people are like, oh yeah, fucking those were, those cookies were funny and they're still considered. Muslims. Yeah. That's my if, if you're one of those Muslims, please give us a call. Right. 718-303-2353. So funny how one religion, you can eat the shit out of Jesus, and then the other is... Literally. You can't, even, you can't you, eat his shit. You, well, you have, sure. you have to be. I mean, you can eat him poop, out. Jesus was made into a human being, so his shit, he had the shit. I mean, he had human functions. Yeah. So if I'm eating Jesus through transubstantiation of a wafer... <laughs> yeah. I'm... <laughs> Clearly, it's a shit particle. I'm eating. It's like shit. a Big Mac. There's at least there's two percent shit allowed. Right. Like yeah. if I all right, if I eat a cheeseburger oh, and someone dropped a turd inside of it, and I eat the cheeseburger, I'm still eating the shit within the cheeseburger. Right. I I saw David Cross on Friday night, and he actually had a whole routine about this exact what? thing. Really? About like you know, if, if you're eating Jesus's body, literally, you know, somebody's got the butthole. Uh, and then he did his whole impression of like an elderly woman going to the priest after like a few weeks saying, I think something's wrong with my wafers. They've been very bitter. The last <laughs> <few weeks." laughs> so it was a whole. Because it's his butt. Yeah. You don't think Jesus, I feel like Jesus would probably douche or shower or something. Douche. You want him to take an ass douche? Yeah. Your Lord and Savior is taking an ass douche? It's not Rob's life. Little... <laughs> not with that attitude. <laughs> 
back then they didn't have really good um, hygiene skills. Yeah, well, so you must have had a really like dirty Squatting like a natural ass. spring or something. And Islam came after Christianity long after, many See, centuries. So I would think they actually probably did have really good hygiene skills because they didn't have like the backup of like if you get sick, you're going to get antibiotics or something like that. Like if you get sick because you don't take good, you know, do you have enough cleanliness? You were going to die back then. It's so true. like, yeah. so but like, they didn't. I feel like they probably didn't figure that out yet. Well, I would bet that they maybe did after, like, the third kid in the family died. They'd be like, you know what? Because, like, that's the whole thing about, like, you can't, you know, you shake with your left hand, your right hand, you, like, yeah. or, like, you know, when you had Jews who were like, oh, well, you can't eat meat and dairy together, like, right. you gotta split up. Things that have become sort of ritual things. I think, like, the whole thing about not eating pork, I bet after, like, the third Jew died of trichinosis, some rabbi yeah. was like, you know yeah. what? Maybe God just doesn't want us to eat that. And that's so what ended up being was functionally good hygiene. They just kind of then sort of were like, well, that's what God wants about it. So. We tried not keeping the pork near the steam. Yeah. Didn't work. Still dirty. Don't eat it. <laughs> and also, you want, to, you want to like bite off a baby's foreskin with your mouth? That's okay. Do that. <laughs> that is very <laughs> hygienic. That's that is clean, the most clean, hygienic. Right. That's the best thing for the baby. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, they won't remember. Trust Justin, now, are, you, are you circumcised? Uh, yes, I am. Is, is this, well, just, we were just because he's not what he's the not fuck Christian, that? but it's an American what? thing. Now. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. It's a, definitely for cultural reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you regret it? <laughs> no, I no, I don't regret it. And actually, so I have a boy, and oh, um, yeah, and so we, so my wife and I had this discussion as well about sort of what we were going to do, uh-huh. and like. We like it. Sort of ended up being actually we were on our way to the hospital. And it was like okay, we need to like confirm in our name, and we need to make sure that we need to decide whether or not this kid's going to be like circumcised or not. And we did like okay, throw one for circumcised, <laughs> two for uncut. And we we're like one, two, three, go. And we were both one, and we're like oh thank God. Like we like all the like weeks of discussion like we're down the drain. Just with you know here's why, and boom. Uh, I was talking to another person who I shan't name, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a mother, and she was saying how she wanted. While she doesn't necessarily uh, agree, like feel like circumcision is uh, necessary, that's true. She, yep. she decided to do it because she didn't want her son to feel different from from his father. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, oh that's huh? kind of a, like why would your son see your dad schmeckle? Okay. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it happens but, uh, to take baths together. Yeah, I guess. Okay, I guess. <laughs> I, th- uh, I guess it would come up sometime. Uh, let me literally? just uh, let me just say that if I want my son to be different from me in the fact that when he's my age, I don't want him doing the metal injection life. <laughs> <laughs> don't want him here. Like, there should be different paths that are set up that he goes down. No, my wife actually had what I thought was a pretty compelling reason. She's like, I'm actually, she's like, look, I'm not really doing this for him. I'm doing this for his, like, his future girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if you are, you know, if you're, like, young enough that it's the first time you're sort of getting with a guy, it's weird enough yeah. to not have to sort of be like, oh, what do I, like, what is this part of this thing that I have to sort of <laughs> yeah. deal with? Like, there's a foreskin what am I supposed to do it like it's awkward and where, is like, it? Look, yeah, where is it hiding yeah, what's supposed to happen here just yeah. like keep it straightforward and then just go ahead with it and I'm like yeah that works for me as an, as an answer so that's a true feminist <laughs> but even in that she's thinking about just women in general yeah that's pretty right. presumptuous They're, right hey yeah, one in chance dude Oh yeah, no. Oh yeah, it could be more than that, right? But I, I, man, I hope my kid is gay. Well, he's not. He like I know he's not. But even then, I was like, God, I hope this kid is going to be. How gay. do you know he's How not old gay? Is he? 
Um, I feel, so like I oh he's not he's nine now. Oh god! First of all, if you ever listen to this, I'm, I'm sorry. All right, just We've actually like, got him in the back room. Okay, now he's, he's in the green, yeah he's in the green room. Morning show. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god! What are you doing here? <laughs> No, but, it, but like, how do I know he's not gay? I like, so I remember like hearing this uh, Savage Love podcast. Love cast. Or oh, yes. And he was Stan like, Savage. And, and like, you know, he was talking about how he and his partner, I guess now husband, Terry. were like, they had a son. It was like, oh God, your son's going to be gay and it's going to be corrupting and that sort of thing. He's like, and he's like, first of all, who cares? Like, fuck it. Like, if right. we corrupt and he's gay, like, I don't care. Second of all, it's like, like when he was like four, they just knew he was not gay. Like, they were like, there's just a whole like mm-hmm. sort of feeling about it. So, yeah. I'm not saying that my gaydar is advanced as Dan Savage's <laughs> is, but I, it's like, it's just pretty obvious from like, you know, my, it's just sort of not the world that he's sort of entering. He has no interest in girls, but that doesn't, right. I don't think that that's going to translate to him being well, gay. Follow up. Why would it be great? Why would like you were like, oh, it'd be awesome if my son was gay. Um. Oh, all right. So the reality is, of course, the world is still a pretty hostile place in right. general towards gay people, yes. right? Mm-hmm. But in the specific confines of New York City, mm-hmm. right, the likelihood that my son's going to be coming home at 15 years old and telling me, "Dad, I have a really big problem." What that means when he's gay is a lot. It's a lot less common that he's. I'm going to be like, he's like, oh God, you know, I ended up hooking up with this guy and it was just bad or something like that, right? Yeah. As opposed to like, you know, I got this girl pregnant. And oh, then, you know, me see. being like, what the fuck you got? You know, don't you <laughs> right. not use birth control? Uh, so the, the, just that whole sort of thing. I oh, okay. Think is, is good. Yeah. And also in general, that whole argument that gays corrupt children. I mean, if it was that easy to make to change the sexuality of your kids why would all these homophobic people have gay children all the time yeah yeah well they push them to it with their homophobic (laughs) but never from their point of view you know right yeah yeah, yeah. those kids are against god yeah okay they're trying to harm their parents that's why they're They're circumcised that's what what it is (laughs) well speaking of someone who's definitely circumcised Mm -hmm. david d rain man (laughs) is in the news he's the front man of disturbed Justin, I know you stay you away. Know. Stay away from the mainstream rock world. So, like, so that when I sit here and go, yeah, actually, I don't know who Disturb is. You've already sort of set me up as being a snob. He's like, oh, there you go, you snob. You don't. No, know it's for, no, uh, we, we all wish we didn't know. Who yeah, that can, can we refill uh, Justin's white Zinfandel, please? He's a little. Uh, a little <laughs> right. It's a Pinot. It's not a Zinfandel. Sorry, I am a, I'm a plebeian. I apologize. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so Disturbed, they're a mainstream rock band. You really don't know who Disturbed is? I mean, I'm aware of like, a band called Disturbed. Yeah, so I file them under like 311 and like Corn and shit like that. Right? <laughs> well, like, what's the 311? Who the frontman but, is? Are you familiar with David D. Rainman? David Draymond. His so real name is David Draymond. Okay. In his soul patch. Wait, I'll, I'll, I'll help you out here. That's him. Yeah. That's you know, his thing. No, isn't that the isn't that the corn song? No, no that's no. Monkey, the corn the does thing? things like that. Okay. God right. snack. That, that's You're a, confusing yeah. it with. It's oh, not God snack. Well, anyway, so so, I'm just going on record saying I'm not a weirdo for like not knowing. No, no, good for you. Good for you. You should be proud. Sons of bitches making me sound like an elitist. They're very commercial rock radio. Okay, that's the way to sum them up. They're on tour, and I guess in between songs, he put one of his fans on blast for. Here, here, we'll just play it. Especially this one. Yeah, you, Brunette. 
So what is so important going on in the world that you need to be texting the entire fucking show? Um, actually, my husband had a heart attack earlier. <laughs> right up front, I can see you. Clear as day. You bet your face in your fucking phone the whole goddamn show. First of all, who the fuck cares what she's doing? She yeah. paid a yeah, bill. Like, can't tell her what to do. I didn't know there's like laws on how you should need to behave at a show. Do a better fucking show. Yeah. Maybe she won't be texting. I mean, it is rude what she did, but like he can't tell her what to do. Oh, why is it rude anyway? Who cares? I mean, I get annoyed when I'm at a show and people are on their phones. Why is that? Why? I'm just curious. Because it's distracting. Because usually it's really dark and like you know their screen is on oh, and okay. it's just distracting. It's disrespectful to the artist. <laughs> the it's, least you can do is look at them while they're performing for you. But look at who we're talking about here. Well, Does he the, this lady chose to go to the. Sh- nobody made her, unless maybe her boyfriend. What if? Yeah, what if her boyfriend yeah. or girlfriend? What if she's not even uh, oh, disturbed? Like, what if? Hey, she she might be like a, a Justin Foley you know type, what? where she barely knows <laughs> who David <laughs> is. She is she circumcised? Rob? Still, I'm standing by. It. I'm glad she <laughs> might have been dragged to the show because she starts antagonistically screaming at him. You can't hear it because it's oh. not mic'd, but you see her face like veins popping out. Like, don't face. you know who I am? Exactly, just like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fuck myself, you already did by looking I don't know, am I collecting nine billion dollars yeah. from all these tickets like, that you're are making sold? like six figures tonight? Calm the fuck <laughs> down, David Draymond. <laughs> huge fucking Is he really ego. making that much money? Probably I hope not. from one show, six figures? Yeah. I can't imagine that. Like like uh, like in the hundred thousands. I could I could see it. This is the not band a big to- all together or him Oh, the band all together. Okay, well. uh, the band together. I could see I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Does that count the <laughs> Is that playing like a three thousand person? Like the is that counting the cents though? Is that the six figures? (laughs) Where's the decimal in those? No, no, no. The the decimal is at the very end. I just, I think it's ruder that he stops the show and directs his attention. Look, I will concede what she was doing is rude. But who gives a shit? How, like, do we even know what she did? What if she glanced at her phone? Or what for if it was a family seconds? emergency? Or he something. said she was doing it all night. What and if you know. she was just tweeting at Disturbed Show, best show I've ever been to? Having the time of my life. Like, oh my God, they're playing my favorite song right now. Blah, blah, blah. And then he calls her out. Yeah. Well, we know that's a fantasy scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's that dumb. Well,. <laughs> If you don't put that phone away, I'm going to sing the sound of silence for the next four hours. No! I like the one guy trying to start a fuck that bitch chant. Maybe he had an argument with his wife and he just wanted to take that out on someone. Oh, wow. He's so topical. Like, see, this is the world we live in. I will say, though, that this is a far cry from, like, in the 80s when Axl Rose jumped into the crowd and punched a dude for (laughs) taking pictures. 
This is, is that, not quite that. He wishes a, a, a dude would uh, take pictures of him. Oh. David what D. Redman does. Up? What if that's what she was doing? She was trying to get her camera ready to take a picture of him. And he, I like that, there, that there's this variety of scenarios that are going that yeah. would have made it more acceptable. Like, what if she's like, what if she's like, oh shit, that kidney finally came in. Like, <laughs> yes, she wasn't doing that. She was yeah. fucking checking Facebook. Like, yeah. that's like, true. What yeah. if she was checking Facebook to see if well, that so, kidney came in? Well, so, I mean, so that's the interesting part. I mean, I'm I'm actually curious around the table because it sounds like there's a bit of like various feelings about it. Who's right? Is he right or is she right? Like um, if the, I fuck that bitch, do decide he's wrong, or they're or they're, they're, they're both wrong. wrong. I think they're both wrong. A hundred percent correct. I don't think they're both wrong. I think if I go to a show, I'm gonna look at my phone whenever the fuck I want to, as a human being that paid for the entry to this show. Yeah, uh, it's like that's the thing. It's entertainment. It's not mandatory. Like it's not a mandatory auditorium session. You know yeah. where like. Like, this isn't fascism where you have to watch and pay attention. This is but it's a serious also, thing. But it's also, like, um, it's annoying to the people who are on stage performing. Who gives a fuck, though? But, like, that, if you're, I, if you're I, going to see a concert and a band play, that's, like, art happening. And listen, you're there to appreciate it. If you not, want to be on your phone, go I'm to the back. I'm not disturbing, disturbing any of the <laughs> other people who are watching the show. If she took out her phone and started yes. playing some other music... Yeah. I can see that being disruptive. She silently looks at him. First of all, she was probably looking at the time because he was in his ninth chorus of The Sound of Silence. <laughs> but I, look, respecting I the artist this, is great. I agree with that. If she I don't disturbed mean this his, for disturbed. Like, I mean this for like real artists. Right, but if, if someone disrupted the atmosphere in which I can enjoy the show by using their phone, I would agree mm-hmm. with you. I think you have a valid point. Just looking at her phone, I don't think that... That would not... If she was sitting right next to me, it still wouldn't bother me. Yeah. Well, if she was on her phone all night, it's uh, annoying. Why? Why does that? Why would that bother you? I just doesn't get. I don't well, get it. Okay, Justin, mm-hmm. you play on stage. Mm-hmm. Isn't there supposed to be like a certain like give and take? You know, from like the stage to the people listening. It's supposed to be a part of the experience. I mean, I. I think that's certainly the case, right? Like, if you play a show and it's a good show, it's because there's a sense of interaction happening between, like, you're you're playing Feedback. in the audience. You know, to the point, unfortunately, to this to the disturbed guys thing about like, are we that boring? Mm-hmm. You know, you also have to recognize sometimes you're just like, you, you know, you're not getting that feedback from the people in the crowd, right? So mm-hmm. it's like. On one hand, you could sort of be like, well, you know, if if you're not keeping people's attention that much, then fuck it, whatever. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, it's also your prerogative of, as in the artist to sort of be like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to sort of I'm not I don't own the room, but I obviously am like am occupying a different space in it than everyone else is. So I'm going to sort of push that. Right. So some people do that by like hopping out in the audience. Some would be crazy, like taking off all their clothes or something like that. Some people might be like, you know what? Part of this whole thing that's happening right now is I'm just going to fucking scream at you because you're on your phone. Right. I would say that's all part of the game, like of what's what's allowable to sort of happen in there, right? Now, other than maybe people in the audience would be like, "Fuck you, you suck!" Like you know, mm-hmm. let her text on her phone. The 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 fuck that bitch thing. Like I, I just I yeah, can't get that, down with I that. No. That's, <laughs> that's, Absolutely that's, yeah. not. But I also think he's just being petty. I mean, it's like I, it's yeah. not like a major disturbance is happening in the audience. Like it's not like people are fist fighting. It's not. Yeah. A woman looked at her phone. Okay, what? Did, how did that interrupt you artistically? Like you weren't allowed to complete your set, or you know, I don't know. I don't yeah. see it. I don't see it. See, my main issue with what he's doing is like I understand where he's coming from, but I just like 
I feel like it's a bad look anytime an an artist on stage calls out like the audience not giving a fuck or something. Yeah. Because I want to think that everybody's as into it as I am. And when you're pointing out that some people here don't <laughs> give a fuck about what you're doing, yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh, maybe I shouldn't give a fuck either. Yeah, exactly. Like, why call attention to it? Like, even the... the that's why I feel like it's very petty. Even yeah. a, like a Black Sabbath show in an arena, there's going to be four or five people that are not paying attention. Yeah. Okay, yeah. here, up like, your hands. One of them is named Ozzy Osbourne. I think... <laughs> I think it's... Look like, at my phone. <laughs> I think it's dependent on the situation. If if somebody came in with like this very like and started making the show about themselves like they were distracting people then I agree that person could be but like like you said there and she was just like she wasn't bothering yeah. anybody and that's a and part a, of, of the culture anyway like we're all always on our phones that's just something you learn to accept he's but he's got the mindset of like an eighty five year old that's another thing he just has like remember really poor... when we would watch shows and be entertained <laughs> like Jackie Gleason at the Poconos that was a good show see I I don't know I th- I think it's it's, it's fair game for him to call out but I do think that the, that the net result is sort of, is, right. is totally what you end up saying like fine call someone out for that sort of thing but what's the the likely feel of the result of it's just going to be like oh lame like isn't it just better to just burn past it yeah. and play he the next has, song harder. It just harder. the momentum Correct. of the show. I agree. Yeah. It sounds like he has really poor anger management skills. Well, he tweets all in caps, so he's right. just always angry. I would say... He had to many, get off Twitter. Just how many like, people were at that show? Like, it looked like uh, at least 3,000 It's a people. big... It's a, it's, it's a big auditorium. It's a, yeah, it's an ambitious... Yeah. So, like, I would actually say that what's fucked up about that is, is the power thing. Like, I think, as I said, like, if you're up on stage, you occupy sort of a different place in the room. Like, if you're doing it at St. Vitus and there's, like, 30 people in the crowd, which is a good night for us, <laughs> uh, then it's like, if you're going to yell at somebody, right, like, it's... You're not disrupting a dynamic that much. But if you're, like, standing way up on stage and, like, you're oh, calling the fourth yeah, row right. back... Well, like, she was in the balcony and the first She's row the, of the balcony. Oh yeah. my god. So it's like it just comes off as like he's no, a bully, you know? Like maybe David Draymond is cranky cuz he didn't get a good night's sleep. Uh, he didn't get those bong rips cuz he's a, he's a, he's an admitted uh, pothead on the on the last album. Could well, be good night's sleep. Yeah, lucky for him. Today's sponsor is Casper Mattresses. Obsessively engineered American-made mattresses at a shockingly fair price. And now you can get $50 towards any mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash metal and using code METAL, M-E-T-A-L. Listen, you spend about a third of your life sleeping. I spend about 90% of my life sleeping. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure that we're both doing it on a good mattress. Casper brings together two comfy technologies for better nights and brighter days, latex foam and memory foam. So you've got just the right sink and just the right bounce no matter what you're doing or sleeping <laughs> or when you're sleeping. They've got a risk-free trial and return policy. They'll deliver it right to you, and you can try for 100 days. And uh, if you're not happy, they'll pick it right back up. At the store, you might get a minute or so to try their mattresses, but with Casper, you'll actually get to sleep on it. It's $500 for a twin-size mattress and $950 for a king-size mattress. Bruno would love a Casper mattress. Comparing that to the industry averages, that's an outstanding price point. 
So you get $50 towards any mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash metal and using code metal. Terms and conditions apply. By the way, you heard it there in that uh, ad. Noah will sleep on a mattress with you. If you buy a I'll, I'll, I'll help you try it Just, out. I'll, but only if you use the promo code METAL. Yeah, there you go. And that riff you heard was with Bruno's was, tail. Was Bruno's tail playing the guitar. so excited about the Casper mattress. He thought we needed a music bed on that, uh, <laughs> on that spot. That guy, step up the production here. Bruno is always sleeping with me in the bed, so... Mm. <laughs> lucky Bruno or lucky Noah You're lucky right. Noah well Bruno is the one in ten dog Bruno yeah. is a homosexual dog right he's out and proud and we support him <laughs> and we love him you know Christina and I realized that I have one of those flag holders outside of my window mm. and we want to get a rainbow flag and put it out nice. you, have, you should put Bruno's face over a rainbow flag. yes <laughs> or just uh, your WWE signs you could alternate like different signs. Yeah, if I could. No. <laughs> if I could. Yeah, why not? Um, so the just stick. So just a quick story from um, the show that I went to. I think we already we already know every second of it because you Snapchatted it uh, <laughs> continuously the entire time you were there. I'm still practicing my Snapchat mm-hmm. skills. Instagram and the Twitters and you know, there's some so Morse code you <laughs> sent out. You tweeted so much, Sid reported you for spam. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I told you, just mute me. I, this, this is funnier. <laughs> but anyway, so what's the story from your Madison Square Garden uh, so experience? So Christina and I took our friend Moral um, as kind of like a bachelorette thing. Oh, there's Bruno. Bruno, this is no time for the guitar playing. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> and, um, okay, so when we were sitting and watching Dean Ambrose wrestle against Seamus and Triple H, mm-hmm. the lady behind us, she goes, I don't understand how he can wrestle in those jeans. <laughs> she saw your sign, that's why. No, we didn't have the sign facing her. Huh. So we turned around and we're like, that's right. Yes, that's what we're saying. Mm-hmm. And we told her about our hashtag no jeans Dean. And yet he's the, one of the most popular wrestlers uh, yeah. in the world. Did now. this woman know what a hashtag was? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> was she like Marianne? Like, How's he wrestling? Sorry, sorry. Marianne knows wrestling. No, but does she know what a hashtag is? Yes, she does. She uses the internet frequently. Okay. She knows Twitter and Instagram and stuff. But the lady behind you, how, how old of a lady would you say she um, was? Well, she had kids, so she must have been like late 30s. Yes, maybe she knows hashtags. You don't put tags in your hands. You put corned beef. What are you talking about? Now I'm hungry. Man, she also clearly smokes a few packs of cigarettes. <laughs> 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 She also needs to shave. Her beard's yeah. getting in the way of her. Enunciation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to play this Dave Mustaine interview. Oh, God. Because it's amazing. The Fox one? Yeah. This is, uh, he went on Fox Business Channel. With the Where Kennedy from MTV the old, has a show. The old VJ Kennedy who now uh, looks like a Fox anchor. She changed yeah. her entire look. It's Fox it's Business, Dave. to be He's fair. He's co-founder. He's the guitarist and the lead singer of Megadeth. Uh, biggest and most successful band ever. They're currently Rob, on tour That's how you should America. start all of your interviews. Uh, it's doesn't he? World tour. They sold 50 million albums worldwide. Rob's uh, idol is Kennedy, by the way. <laughs> Did you so want to grow nice up to be her? To totally. Oh, success. I've, I've wanted to be <laughs> her for so her. long, 
and here you are. Uh, the the album, the new album, which has done phenomenally well for you guys. Yeah, that's good. That's great. You know, it's called Dystopia. That's great. I know you're a political person. I know you watch a lot of news. Mm. And when I look at Bernie Sanders, I think that socialists are trying to make utopia. You think the rest of this presidential race has led to the opposite, which is dystopia. The name of his new album. Good question. I, I, I don't really follow Bernie Sanders that much. Take a pause for a quick second. You're a political person. I don't really follow Bernie Sanders that much. How, how can you be political. following Why? politics and not be aware? I love politics. I don't know anything about it. But I love it. But but her qualification on that was you're a political person. You watch a lot of news. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. And he watches Fox News. So, and then and then 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 called out and then his the record is really called Dystopia. That's yeah. So she worked it into her question. that's so cheap. She's a pro. Yeah, I like it. That's so cheap. She's a pro. Guess who's got a future in New York media? Not you. She knows all the tricks. She just yells at metal in the yeah. middle of her intro. And, uh, oh, God. She knows where her bread is buttered. That trying to you know portray that things going to be utopian if you go his, his direction. Um, but I think that uh, right now it's so hard to look at all the different candidates and try and figure out what what are they really about? What you know? I mean, if you peel away the veneer, who are they? It, yeah. It's funny when uh, Rubio had that meltdown and he started to uh, get into the name calling stuff, yeah. you know, and you see who he really is capable of being. Or Dave Mustaine should really speak. <laughs> Then why don't they take those African women and put plugs in their vaginas? What? What? What'd I say? The guy that was stayed all the time, so I don't know. So is there anyone that you like? I mean, as, as you're watching stuff, and now it's just down to three, Trump, mm. Kasich, and Cruz. Is there anyone there that you think would actually do a good job leading the free world? Well, I don't really know anything about any of them. <laughs> I don't what know. a political person. <laughs> what? Who... <laughs> Who's idea? Why are we listening to him? Like, I don't call up my fucking plumber to talk, ask about, like... What is dropping? Like, well, which, I don't know. What kind of shoes should I get, plumber? Well, I, I, I scoop shit out of drain no, pipes all day. You're missing but, the point. No, am I? Okay. Yeah, he's Uh-oh. a political person. He watches the news. Yeah, my, my plumber also wears shoes. <laughs> like, touche. Good point, good point. <laughs> I like the blank we get to write in your own name. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm voting for me! <laughs> At this point, if it's Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump, do you think that's the hardest election we've seen? Yeah. The hardest election? Yeah. yeah. I think that... We need to extract um, that... Well, yeah. I have one that's just like that, actually. Oh, God, I, so I mean, feel so good. <laughs> This is the, but this is important to talk to this guy because he is the American voter. He's the. He's a job creator, Darren. <laughs> I mean, he, he hires roadies. He is and guitar techs. You're joking, but he is. Not sure. He goes on tour. That's like thirty people. He's sure. also a job. And in uh, each venue, every time he plays, like those yeah. people get jobs. He's a job destroyer. He yeah. Fires his guitar techs when they look at him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, we've been friends for a long time, yeah. so you know a lot about me. And and when. Uh, we first actually met. We were doing the uh, Rock the Vote thing in 92. I'd like to point out, if you could, 
Anytime Mustaine does any sort of political interview, he always sneaks in how he did rock the vote yeah. in 19... Like, I've been, I've been at this for a long time. You know, I did rock the vote in 92. I, what does I that even mean, the, really? Like, I passed the motor voter bill in 1992. Yeah, that, that too. Was he in a PSA? <laughs> did he play a... Sh- like- no, the real answer is he was on MTV and they gave him a mic and he would go to events during the Clinton and... Uh, oh, really? Uh, Bush yeah, there, there's so we could huh. look some up. He's really proud of the hair he had that day. That's why oh, he wants God. to to see it. <laughs> but he also was a staunch uh, Democrat back then. And really? Tried, yeah, he like was all progressive and all this anti-Bush. So he's good with uh, the Democrats as long as it's white dudes. I think you got the blacks and the ladies in there all of a well, sudden. Well, once he made a healthy amount of money, yes. oh. his priorities changed. Two things. He made a healthy amount of money and he also... Uh, proceeded over the next 20 years to uh, encapsulate himself into a uh, oh yeah like a bubble uh, of uh, of yes men who and, never criticized him in any way and like started following like crazy conspiracy theories Alex people. Jones yeah. oh. Kennedy he's in a oh. nude guy Dave what are you, you going on our show for <laughs> wake up <laughs> So yeah, yeah. The lizard people. Best parts coming up. National convention. So so I've had a lot of experience covering politics, learning about it in order to do that, and and I think that the way that uh, the whole process is right now, it, it, it it's like. Who do you vote for? This is the lesser of two evils. Yeah. You know, and you hear all these celebrities that are saying, well, if Trump gets elected, I'm moving to, if, if Hillary gets elected, I'm moving to, and it's like, you know, if, if you don't like the, the way that the political process is going, you know, then do something about it. Get yeah. involved, change it. Oh, really? Uh, Let's see what his opponent, Dave Mustaine, uh, <laughs> well, here's a video that. clip from 2012 of Dave Mustaine on stage <laughs> in Singapore. <laughs> Uh, moments, uh, <laughs> a, a mere days after the Aurora shooting. You need to protect me. <laughs> Can you tell I'm having a good time? Back in my country, my president he makes a choking sign. Was trying to pass a gun ban, so he's staging all of these. Hey, Murders like the Fast and Furious thing down at the border. (laughs) Just already like insane. But hold on. Colorado, all the people that were killed there. And now um, the beautiful people at the Sikh temple. God. I was talking to JD, our promoter here tonight. What a great guy. He was saying, you know. I don't know where I'm going to live if America keeps going the way it's going because it looks like it's turning into Nazi America. <laughs> and he said, move down here to Singapore. So, yeah, Singapore's w- w- what, a, what was that Davis State clip? He just, that just The way that uh, the whole process is right now, it, it, it's like, who do you vote for? This is the lesser of two evils. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And yeah. you hear all these celebrities that are saying, well, if Trump gets elected, I'm moving to... If, if, Hillary gets elected, I'm moving to, and it's like, you know, if, if you don't like the, the way that the political process is going, you know, then do something about it. Get yeah. involved. Change. Talking to JD, our promoter here tonight. What a great guy. I was saying, great you guy. know, I don't know where I'm going to live if America keeps going the way it's going because it looks like it's turning into Nazi America. You dick. All right. Now dick. Like, by the way, I want to say before we move on from this, uh, at least you got to give Obama credit. He staged those Aurora shootings by himself. He didn't delegate it. You know, like a lot of presidents would Very pass it off to president. like an aide or something. He just yeah. got in, he pulled, rolled his sleeves yeah, up, and he a staged a, a shooting, <laughs> a shooting of children. Of course. 
course. Let's hear the, the Metallica part of this interview. Oh, there's more. Uh, when I was an intern at Capitol Records, um, 90 I years ago. What's a Capitol Records? Jeez. Dated friggin' reference, Kennedy. Come on now. But I, I, it's that fancy building in oh, L.A. Yeah, that's empty. She's like, she's talking about, she interned at Capitol Records. He's talking about doing Rock the Vote. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is an interview, like a nostalgia interview for yeah. 25 oh, years. It was so, yeah. so fucking surreal. Like, what are you people doing? I was hoping she was going to say, when I was in Capitol Records and you were signed to Capitol Records and you you pushed me out of the way and made me get you coffee. I hate you, David. <laughs> You were such a dick when you came up to the office, James. Later when I saw Pauly Shore, we talked about what a dick you were. <laughs> then we all went home and watched L.A. Law. Oh, my God, it was the best. <laughs> um, I Crack took a Z money, enjoy that. Peace home with me and listened to it constantly, mm. and it made me very happy. Good. Yeah. Do you ever talk to the guy? Oh, Isn't that like journalism 101 is you're not supposed to fanboy out in front of your... Your guest, but she's just bonding. Like because, it, like, why am I here if that's not the plan for tonight? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> like that, you're supposed to she's keep it. She's just not good at this. Yeah, oh, that's all. all right, sorry, she's never. And she's shit. probably like so, um, like she can't let go of her past. Mm. Like that's like, her, like right. I used to be as so proud hip. as now I'm on Fox yeah. Business. As she, she was like was the kindred spirits with Dave then. So yeah, yeah. she dug her own hole because she got. I thought she got kicked off MTV. For espousing like Republican values when she wasn't Did supposed she? to. Oh, like, is that she what was, was? I think. I, I mean, I, I remember know. she was always uh, Republican and. Like injecting that into her stupid MTV news I don't things. Really or re- she never did MTV news. She just not MTV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't uh, or her no, she, no, no she, she did. did. She Wasn't definitely she, did. She worked in the yeah. news department. I thought no, she, she did. She definitely did. She, she definitely did host Kurt that. Loader or something. She did she? Have, yeah, she filled in a couple of times. Okay. I remember seeing her. I just remember Alternative Nation. Um, but yeah. but yeah, so she, you know, I mean, she kind of brought this on herself. So no. she now she she. This is the ultimate conclusion of her career. She found her level. Dave Mustaine on Metallica. Listen to it constantly, mm. and it made me very happy. Good. Yeah. Do you ever talk to the guys from Metallica? Sometimes. What an you, awful segue. Wait, 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 wait. Go back. Go back. Just, just let me hear oh this one. God, this, this one. Two, this one. Two punch of the questioning is amazing. Me and listen to it constantly, mm. and it made me very happy. Good. Yeah. Do you ever talk to the guys from Metallica? Sometimes. Are you? Who are you closest with? None of them. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we talk to them. I oh, hate. Sometimes. I hate no. them, but I do talk to them. Yeah, well, it's usually over legalities. And then the, and it gets so awkward. Okay. First of all, why? Should, how many people have asked them this question? Yeah, this? again, this is like interview one on one, like. You have to ask him about Metallica. Like this, he should have just fired back. Do you ever talk to Kurt Loder? <laughs> like, seriously, what the fuck? That, you nailed it. You nailed it. So How's that's Duff exactly doing? like yeah. Or Mark Goodman. Oh my god. Whatever happened Duff. to Tabitha Soren, Kennedy? You talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> like she's totally out of the public. But wait, 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 wait. Doesn't doesn't Dave Mustaine have a publicist? Like, doesn't he have a guy who's like advanced this interview with Kennedy and was like, okay, so like there's four things we can't talk about. First of all, Dave's receding hairline. Can't talk about it. Okay. <laughs> Second of all, the mumble. Don't talk about it. Third of all, Metallica is you can't talk about Metallica at all. And yeah. fourth of all, we mentioned the hairline, right? So like those <laughs> four things. But like you would like if I was going to interview him, like I, yeah. even I would be like, you know, you, know, you just shouldn't talk about Metallica, right? Because like, but like she just has no interview skills. I mean, like if she, 
a really good interviewer will extract that out of him without even asking him directly about him. So tell us about how much you hate Metallica. So Metallica, go. (laughs) Uh, In all fairness, his uh, publicist is very busy, uh, preoccupied with deflecting all his racist uh, rants. (laughs) Anti-Obama and anti-African women plugs in their vagina statements. Do you think the first five times that Fox Business Channel called the publicist hung up thinking it was a prank? Because why would any TV channel want to talk to Dave Mustaine at 26? <laughs> Wait, is this Alex Jones calling yeah, again? Come on, guys. <laughs> I'm busy. Me. I don't have time for these games. There he is. More on Metallica. Close, close. But, uh, you know, it's, it's weird. You, you have a friendship and then it's broken up and you try and tell yourself, you know, justify why it happened. Yeah. And a lot of times you want to make the other person look like the bad guy because you don't want to really show that you still have emotion about it. And if you didn't care about somebody, they have no capability of hurting your feelings. Yeah. So I think a lot of that whole feud was buried, you know, decades ago, literally. Yeah. And it's just people... Literally who- buried. He put it in a box. <laughs> yeah. well, Cliff Burton. Cliff oh. Burton. Oh. Right? Okay. No, no, after that. Oh, all right. Because they don't know. And, yeah. and Unless you're saying... Uh, he blamed Cliff for kicking him out of Metallica. Yeah, okay, I can see that. literally buried. He's, he's kind of like he's kind of doing a. I don't know. He's. I think he's doing an effective job of sort of doing a little bit of an end run around our question. Like yeah. it was literally decades ago that that happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and most of us have put it behind us. So but, yeah, you know, you suck as an interviewer when Dave Mustaine outclasses you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <seriously>. <laughs> <laughs> Same question. I think the funniest thing is when people try and talk to me and they'll say something like, so what's it like in the t- uh, getting mega death? <laughs> that <laughs> happened. That was a long time ago, but metal so. prevails, and, and Megadeth is considered one of the big four mm. in metal, Anthrax, Flair. Really, Metallica, it's three. Megadeth. I mean, that's a pretty phenomenal mm. company. Of those bands, who would make the best president? Me. All right, very good. You're a band now, I Scott Ian. Oh, Scott, oh, well, yeah, probably, probably. No, he's Jewish. Uh, he can't. <laughs> Bernie's doing all right. Yeah. He's nimble yet cranky. He is, he is. He is. Yeah. And you're going to be on tour with Anthrax? Yeah, uh, just one date. We're playing in Puerto Rico. That is a phenomenal My place. My brother's going to that show. Oh, really? Yeah. God, she really did a bang-up job. Good, oh. good job promoting the Puerto Rico show on Fox <laughs> Business. Show. <laughs> <laughs> off date. They're going to do bang-up business now. I cannot wait we to got... see the Mustang in Ponce. It's going to be great. Jeez. Holy Gwarsh, the punishment, though. <laughs> That's my favorite song. I hope he covers the IO Digital Cable commercial. <laughs> you ready for this one? All right, here we go. Miente. Oh, God. <laughs> Miente Optimum Triple Play is in the house. <laughs> we didn't know what that's IO Digital Cable. Watch a bunch of channels whenever you're able. Scott Ian would be doing that part. He'd come out for backing vocals. Would he come out with the lobster suit on? So uh, he's so small that he'd just wear like one that you get for like a dog, dog size lobster suit. Could lend him Bruno's. We keep mentioning Alex Jones. I saw this clip where he was defending Donald Trump and started warning, and I'm I'm not exaggerating, of an alien invasion if we don't vote for Trump. What? What? This was Mustaine. Is a metric scientific mathematical algorithm of tyranny. 
that is extremely sophisticated that can even predict the future. Now, I told you that 18 years ago. That's been mainstream news for two years now. Why? We know what we're talking about. <laughs> we told you not having gut floor is the number one cause of cancer. Now the federal government comes out with all the top research facilities and says, yes, it's true. Wait, what? What, is, what causes cancer? Having They're gut targeting floor? the gut. I don't know. Gut flooring? Gut floors? It's a very small group. A few thousand I'm going to see gut floors. They're opening okay. for Dave Mustaine and Antrax. And through compartmentalization, they're rolling it out. And so it doesn't help us if, let's say, all two million police in the country got shot in the back of the head. What? What? There would just be anarchy and all sorts of problems, and they just bring in foreign trips. Who and everybody, everybody knows it was Obama. Obama staged all those cop shootings. Wake up, people. You better talk about educating them. Here we go. And if you come over all creepy, or you come over all angry, or you come over all weird, they're not going to listen. But if you come over with light in your eyes and say, listen, there's a globalist takeover. Here's the plan. People listen. They know the truth. So all I'm saying is, I'm trying to save humanity. I'm trying to have a future for my kids. What? The globalists are building a world the, in their own words. The globalists. Suddenly, Mustaine talking to Kennedy sounds more coherent. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. No kidding. Let's go back to that. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> just, just Please, more the, Fox Business News. <laughs> yeah. Just give us 30 more seconds. Human life is over. It's a total revolution against the planet itself. The planet? It's an elite playing God. Mm -hmm. And I've done my research, and mm -hmm. even 10 years ago, I wasn't like this. I talk about it, I get chills, folks. He's It's the devil, okay? <laughs> and the churches aren't going to tell you. It is an alien force, not of this world, attacking humanity like the Bible and every other ancient text says. And you can read the Bible. It's hiding in plain view, folks. It's not of this world. I don't know exactly what it is or what it's doing. Oh, okay. But this is not human research. intelligence, okay? Well, Alex it's, Jones knows about this like Dave Mustaine knows about Bernie Sanders. Yeah. He just heard the it name. It is what it's doing. But this is not human intelligence, okay? It's not human intelligence <laughs> we're facing. He just I refuse to fight with everybody. I was going to say, he just turned into Dennis Miller there for a second. Okay, babe. We're gonna, it's alien technology, okay, babe? Sadly, All right. over the last 10 years, Dennis Miller's actually more turned into him. All the He's on after Kennedy in that yeah. time. Seriously. <laughs> I, like, can somebody explain to me just a little bit of context on Alex? Because I thought I understood something about Alex Jones. Apparently, I don't, because the guy is a raving fucking lunatic. Yeah. I feel TV. like he, his yeah. rise was with the 9-11 truth. Thing. Right, right, like, right, that's right. how he kind of—he's been on him way before that, though. But right, th right. I feel like that's kind of when I first started hearing about him. Of right. like, like his more mainstream, like wide acceptance was then, and he's built this whole online network, and he sells these oh. like, sixty-dollar uh, mugs with Alex Jones. No, on. like so he sells these survival kits. Oh now, yeah, because yeah, yeah. he pushes paranoia about the world being over. Yeah, so you can buy <laughs> I got that part. You can buy like when the world ends, you can buy six weeks worth of food off oh, of him. Oh, perfect. And that's he, not true. That's 100, not 100 true. Hundred percent true. You could buy six weeks worth of like. This food. is the same shit as the Chromecast we were talking about before. <laughs> of being like, you don't realize that if you have a big problem. The good news is yeah. for thirty nine ninety five, yeah. I'll solve yeah. it for you. So he's telling everybody the world's ending, but don't worry. After it's over, I've got your rations. <laughs> yes, yes, for six weeks. Well, what you happens? could you could buy like like. 
12 weeks where you but, know like but then, then what after that the world's ended he's not gonna you get, still no, be you, you might get shit. raptured you might get oh, raptured okay. right? but wait like, also how's he gonna get the stuff to you yeah. like well no you, you buy it ahead of time oh I thought you said when when the world ends you no no be stocked up he needs your money now like you should stock up because the world's about to end depressing I thought that would be funny like if you were to say oh yeah Alex Jones he's funny but actually hearing it it's just depressing it's almost like um, when I was watching Going Clear and I learned about L. Ron Hubbard well, and Scientology, uh-huh. it's just like those those people just kind of like eating what he's feeding to them is like similar to how Scientology came to be. Right. It's just and people just get ripped off. I mean, like ripped off and taken advantage of. It's oh yes. god. I can't believe how they could be like sheep. Because it well, but it, at least like sheep. a fucking lunatic yelling shit on the subway, like basically with the same logical sort of coherence that yeah. he's talking about, is like all right. You know that's sad for that person. They're clearly delusional. They mm-hmm. probably they obviously right. need help. But that's but the people who are fucking sending that dude checks. Yeah. Oh god. Well, uh, he is very good at rhetoric. I mean, that's a uh, clip was a little incoherent, but he's good at, <laughs> yeah. He's good, at, he's good at taking a nugget of truth and then spinning this weird fable about it so that people buy into it. He's very eloquent, and it's almost like using a good skill for evil, you know? He also sells something called brain force, which helps you think better, which is essentially just caffeine pills. Oh. Ginkgo? Flip the switch and supercharge your state of mind with brain force. He's not going to tell you that. There's a proprietary No, they blend. have to show them. Yeah, no, you have to. Hold on. Look at the label. Some cayenne in there. I bet you it's ginkgo biloba <laughs> and, and horny goat's weed. <laughs> you know, that thing about the rations reminds me of there was a company that, uh, like, when the rapture comes, they will take care of your pets. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Remember that? Yes. Yes. I think that's fantastic. Yes. Uh, I would pay for that as long as Bruno's taken care of. And you, what is it? You like, you put a down payment now, and then, like, you, you know, supposedly when this happens. Yeah, yeah, no, but they're, like insurance. They're like not Christians. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like it was just a bunch like, of stoners. No, no, it was like it was like a very like uh, fundamentalist Christian looking like it was like a Jewish dude or something like that. He's like, eh, I'm not going with you guys, but I'll yeah. tell you what, I'll take care yeah. of your pets. Exactly. Just a little bit but money three now. Pay. Yeah, <laughs> it would have to be a non-Christian, otherwise they yeah. go up in the well, sky exactly. with everybody yeah, else. Yeah. So this has bacoba herb extract, alpha GPC, right. herba mate leaf powder. Mate, it's pronounced. Oh, Come on, Rob. sorry. How would I know? It's M-A-T-E. Any haladiets in there? Uh, <laughs> which contains natural amounts of caffeine. Yerba mate is also loaded with uh, quercetin, as well as potassium, magnesium, and... Manganese. Manganese. So, if you, so basically, if you drink a cup B12. of coffee, eat a banana, and lick a nine volt battery, <laughs> it's the same shit as what you're getting out of that thing. All right. That's sounds about right. Oh my god! <laughs> or things are opening the, up for me for the low, low price. First, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Thirty then. of twenty nine ninety five, which is a savings of the retail price of thirty nine ninety five that yeah. they invented. Yeah. Folks, <laughs> folks, listen to me. Are you tired of licking batteries? Because I sure as hell am. You want to survive this government? Don't lick any more batteries. Buy my supplement. The aliens will eat you. Wake up. Don't buy my supplement. I know all you people out there. You saw the movie They Live. That is the best damn documentary ever made on American politics. You can take that to the bank. That is it. That is basically what he said. Alex Jones impression. Yeah. A plus. 
Yeah. I'm going to do the next Casper read as Alex does. <laughs> <laughs> Tired of having shitty sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you, ever, you ever wake up next to an Israeli with a dog in the bed and you don't know how they got there? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Promo code metal. <laughs> So we're just marketing it to people that Noah's went on Tinder dates with? <laughs> also known as the Anunnaki. <laughs> what is that? That's the second time you've said that. The Anunnaki no are the lizard people <laughs> oh, okay. that are, have infiltrated American oh, government right. at all levels. Is that also the evil and dojo from Karate Kid 2? <laughs> yes, oh, the, yeah, the Anunnaki. Kai. <laughs> It's based on the Anunnaki. No, they uh, they are terraforming the United States uh, atmosphere and the world's atmosphere by polluting because they need the, the Earth to be like twenty degrees warmer. So since the forties, they've <laughs> so been, they're creating yes. global warming. Yes, okay. the, the miniseries V was based on the Anunnaki. Oh, really? Yes. You know, wow. you know what I find most offensive about that brand of sort of conspiracy theory and that, mm. and then that some of the roads of of logical challenge that require to go down there. All right, so it's like all right. You can park a lot of that stuff over there. Like the extreme, I think it's fine to have a healthy distrust of government. Yes. I think it's a problem when you're when you're sitting around and coming up with that. Well, Those so there clearly it must be that there's lizard people. Like we're doing this. Sort of, <laughs> so all right, fine. If you do all that, that's fine. And then sit and yell at us for being sheeple and shit like that. Right. Those people are happy to put like neosporin on a wound, yeah. right? They're happy to be like, oh. Science is okay here when it comes down <laughs> yeah. to me, like, not fucking getting infected my arm. And, oh, I'll take an antibiotic and, you know, so when I get sick, right? But, oh, no, science is yeah. a problem when I, you know, it doesn't allow me to sort of yell at you and tell you how stupid you are. No, it's like, no, 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 no. You believe all that shit, then you don't get the rest of the stuff. Of, yeah. Like, or electricity. I use a, yeah, or get in a car. Yeah, exactly. Public transportation. No, like not anything. allowed. Television. Not allowed, right? Because <laughs> yeah. it's part of the yes. whole thing, right? That's you really you paint it. Oh, God. Man, it's fine That's... to drink. You know, pasteurized milk when, you know, oh, I don't want to get sick that way, but we're the sheeple. All right, yeah. asshole. <laughs> white people, the stupid racist black people, no. all the stupid racist Mexicans, all of you. Oh. I can't oh, yeah. you, you're idiots. You're idiots. We're under attack. <laughs> Everybody's under attack. <sighs> the elite hate Trump. Let me tell you, if he is a psyop, he's the most sophisticated one I ever saw. And even if he is, he's a revelation of the awakening. And they're having to pull this trick to try to t divert us. Doesn't matter. It's part of the awakening. Humanity has got to get off world. I feel like we when have, you listen we, to we him, have. there's like 18 layers of yeah. in, in, in jokes and like information you need to yeah. be prepped on before. Like you need to know what the awakening, what's the awakening? Isn't man? that that movie with Robin Williams? <laughs> and Robert yeah. 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 That yeah. shit's no joke. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I also, it's like so funny, like he's so pro-Trump, like Glenn Beck is vehemently anti-Trump. Really? Yeah. And, you wouldn't think. And yeah, he thinks that uh, Trump has, is like a uh, undercover Democrat oh, sent I'm to with, ruin, yeah. I'm with ruin the Democratic totally Party. Totally agree. I think it's, I think Did totally you ever Trump. think the day would come where you would agree with Glenn Beck? <laughs> um, I, you know, I... I like cute puppies. He probably likes cute puppies <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Oh yeah, no, we've got this thing around our house that Donald Trump is the Snape. Uh, like, I'm not, I'm not a big Harry Potter fan, but he's as the archetype of like he's the undercover mole. You always thought he was a bad guy, and the very last page, spoiler alert, mm. giving people a chance to turn off their their phones. Three, two, one. He's actually on the good guy's side. <gasps> so I think that Donald Trump is a Snape for the Democratic Party to basically go and destroy the GOP and mm. hand the Senate back to the Democrats. Talk well, to hey, I'll be back in the beginning of November, and you can be like, Thanks. Justin, you called it. 
Me and Glenn Beck will be yeah. right here. You two are we're, we're on to something. What if, though, that is his plan, but he it's like springtime for Hitler. It's like the producer's like, he he tries to tank mm. and he actually wins. Yeah, what if he then wins? what happens? And then it's gone too far and he's yeah. crazy with power. And <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, let's just do this Fuck stuff. it. Yeah. Let's bomb a nuke around. Yeah. Zero of my style is very funny. Me, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'll vote for it. I'll vote for it. <laughs> well... Uh, before we go on, let's talk about uh, some music. Okay. Uh-huh. Let's talk about the austerity program. Okay. You guys have a, a new release coming out uh, pretty soon? Sort of. Um, uh, you know, you do your background about as good as Kennedy does there. Right? Oh! <laughs> so, like, uh, uh, are you guys uh, still are you still friends with Metallica? <laughs> Actually, it's really kind of funny because, um, so, uh, the, uh, a long time ago, there's two people in the austerity program. That's actually not a long time ago. That's right now. There's yeah. two people in the austerity program. Before we were the austerity program, we were, uh, uh, we decided we wanted to be a death metal band, so we, Recorded a bunch of songs, and then about two years ago, we're like, we should actually re-record those songs on something other than a VHS tape, and then give them <laughs> out to the world. Mm. Um, but because back when we did it, we were in college, and like we didn't know anybody, and you know, it was almost like a little project that nobody paid attention to because we were just kind of isolated in this little world. So now, uh, in a couple of weeks, we're going to take the CD and we're going to give it out to the world, and we're going to say, hey, this is so it's not the austerity program; it's a different band. What we're was sort of it releasing. Like- Mm-hmm. What was it like hearing that stuff uh, after not listening to it for a while? What was really tough was going back and re-recording it and like making the promise to myself like we're, I'm not going to rewrite any of this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I'm just hands off. It just has to sort of be what it was because mm-hmm. the the previous actual recordings were not... I wouldn't have felt good giving that to the world because they just mm. sounded terrible. Well, were, yeah, I mean, you said they were on a VHS. They were tape. on a VHS terrible tape. Terrible quality. Yeah, hey, I mean, it's and it's like people like I'm all into. I can get why somebody would want to be like the raw recording of this black metal th- thing that I did, or of whatever done in a castle, wherever, yeah. or you know, done under duress and just. But that wasn't the aesthetic that we were mean, trying to do. I mean, it's not really up to them. It's up to you. It's your, exactly. it's your music. So we could say, look, we can present these songs, or the intention is to actually to hear them and to hear everything that's going on in a way where, 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 you, can, where you can appreciate it, where the recording doesn't stand in the way of the music. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, but it didn't really seem fair to be like, you know what? That part doesn't really work. If I, you know, now let me go change those lyrics to do this. It's sort of like, a look, if I'm going to commit to this project, like hands off, just have to present it and go back and do what it was. So now I go back and I listen to it, and it's like we're doing this thing where I get in touch with people like Rob, and I'm like, hey, we're putting the CD out. Can we, you know, would anyone be interested in helping get the word out? And like, I, uh, it'd be interesting. I don't know if you talk to other musicians about this, but like the relationship you have with your music by the time you finally get to the point where you're going to release it, especially if you're like a DIY idiot like me, where you're like, we're gonna re- we're gonna write the songs, mm-hmm. we're gonna play the songs, we're gonna record the songs, we're gonna master, like you know, we're gonna release it. all that stuff yeah. is like, oh, that we do. I've heard these songs so many times. You just want to get rid of it. You just don't want to see it for a little. Bit. I just don't even know. Like, I people are like, oh man, so is this stuff like really good? Do you like it? And I'm like, to be honest with you, right now, I don't even have an opinion <laughs> about it. Like, I just can't even tell you. Like, is this a good yeah. song? Like, what's your favorite song off this? Which one should we have to play on the live cast? Be like, I don't know. I just like it's alphabetical. Kind of like, pick something. It sounds almost like a like in a relationship and you're with someone and you spend like I don't know 10 days in a row with the same person all the time Mm -hmm. and then like when they leave you're just kind of like okay now I have my space and my own personal sounds like a troubled relationship no no but then 
when when the person comes back, I mean, like ultimately, you're in a relationship with someone that you sure. have feelings for, but that's like the same thing that you would have with your music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's right, and it's also like, you know, if you're making it and you can be. If you pour yourself into something 100%, I imagine if, I'm not going to say Dave Mustaine because I don't know that he's like this, but I know that there are people who will write music like with an idea of what they think it should sound like, mm-hmm. and it's not really sort of an expression of who they are, right? Yes. I can say if nothing else, when we were writing and recording these songs 20 years ago, we were pouring everything we had into it. So it's a little weird to look back and like looking at a photograph of yourself like yeah. 20 years ago and being like, that's, wow, you know, that's what I looked like, right? Or that's how I decided to dress. <laughs> or like those are the people I was hanging out with. Or <laughs> that's the, the type of like face that I wanted to make at the camera. Um, like all that stuff is there, but it is, you almost feel a little weird giving it out to the world because you can sort of be like, I like this, but it's like, it's not me now. You know, yeah. like yeah. Um, uh, I still really like these songs, but if someone was to sort of be like, well, that sounds a little like... I don't like that part, or, you know, or that sounds a little weird. Rather than being, you know, now with with the other band I'm in, the Austerity Program, when the stuff's very current, I would sort of be like, well, you don't like us, fuck it. Like, I don't care. Like, that's what we sound yeah. like, you know. Now with this stuff, I'm like, I can sort of see what you're talking about. That sounds a little, you know, and I don't want to have that relationship with something where I'm putting something out that I'm not totally psyched about. So I'm very excited to sort of have this out there, but it's different than it is to sort of put out something that's current. Okay, well, we'll play something, and then afterwards, <laughs> and all we'll of us can like, feel about it we, yeah. we can Watch all critique me squirm. it. We can all critique it. Yeah, and, uh, yeah exactly. and I'll be and tell a, you all the things we don't like. Totally, about yes. I'll be. I'll have things to say about it as well. Yeah, There's, I fucked up that yeah, guitar part. Do you thrash it or trash it? I think we should do it. Is yeah, it really? Totally. A, we'll play a, the whole track. Is it really alphabetical? By the way, or is that a joke? Oh, I, that was actually. I don't think that it would be. This isn't alphabetical. I think I gave you a song. I'd be like, this is kind of a good. No, the so, so the the group is called Polonium. Correct. The the artist <clears throat> yep. name. The album is uh, Seraphim. Seraphim. Not yes. Bad. Good job. Pre-orders. What does Seraphim mean? Pre-order. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can pre-order it now. <laughs> what does Polonium mean? <laughs> Come on, that's an easy one. Polonium. When we named the band, we started thinking that oh, this is going to be kind of a funny heavy heavy metal band, right? And then we we got very serious about it. Polonium. At that point, we thought was the heaviest metal on the periodic table. Oh, mm. we've come since to find out. I think that there are some that are heavier. Right. And now Vladimir Putin there was dispatches of his enemies yeah. by polonium, uh-huh. which you know is a as apparently is extremely radioactive chemical. Yeah. So now, if I try and do vanity searches on, I wonder if anyone's talking about our stuff. All I get are these stories about conspiracy. Thanks theories. a lot, Putin. But yeah, now it's you. way more metal. It's being used to kill yeah, people. Actually, yeah, actually, that's totally true. <laughs> the album is out April eighth. You could uh, order it at controlledburnrecords.com. And we're going to play the first track off the album. The, the track is called Perpetual Miscalculations. And uh, afterwards, we're going to come back and totally criticize it to Justin Foley's face. That's, that's cool, but the song's not called Perpetual Miscalculations. No? No. no. Oh, that's... I'm sorry. I have, I have the wrong song. What was that? What <laughs> was good. that song? Uh, that was the Anthea song. Oh, that's why it sounded familiar to me. Last oh. week. Wait, which song did you want us to play? I'm it's sorry. called Bastard. Bastard. There Here you go. go. <laughs> That's that. just what Don't he worry. thinks of you, Rob. Well, I'm, gra- I'm glad we didn't criticize that song to your <laughs> yeah, face. I would have yeah. been like, yeah, man, that song fucking sucks. <laughs> that, was that like the Disturbed song? That, no, like, no. Okay. Rob, you, right. might wanna, uh, you might actually say that was a, a, you're all perpetually making miscalculations. Yes.
Chuck Blandington here, asking you to like us at Facebook.com and follow us on Twitter at MILivecast. That way you can show all your friends that you're part tuition, part asshole. I remember where I was when I realized French talk was lame. Second row Mrs. Feinstein's class back in the seventh grade. I had no idea what she taught. Used my textbook to draw dicks. I found out how useless speaking French was. Doesn't even impress chicks. It's 40 long years later now Everything I learned is gone French still sucks but I'm Dave Mustaine And I say things however I want Bonjour, bonsoir Comment allez-vous? Je suis Dave these are the French words I learned to speak in junior high. If Penfield was still my friend, I'm sure he'd be blown away. I'm putting French words in my songs. You never did that, James. Learning verbs is a simple thing, but the conjugation's hard. Knowing English, I talk real good. Mais c'est français, je parle comme un retard. Pas à la mode, on let du fromage, du confit, real corn on glue. All the French words I learned to speak on the Food Network. Oh, I love to write. A song in French But I'm being praised critically I have no idea What the hell I just said But it's not French So it's deep I saw I saw Gerard Depardieu Maurice Chevalier Jean-Claude Verdamme Awesome French guys from the movies. Those are sort of words, right? Okay. I am a mug. Je parle français. Bon voyage. Feast de la resistance. These are the French words. I know how to speak. I'll say them however I want. Tell me how to speak in French. I'm just gonna do whatever I want. 
and it'll sound really, really cool. Deep and everything else. French sucks anyway. USA! USA! Thank you, Dave. Uh, another appearance by Dave Mustaine there. Give us a little bit of an extended music break. Very busy. We also heard Polonium, the heaviest metal on the show. That's right. And, uh, I uh, thought Polonium was a Polish restaurant that we have in the neighborhood. That we <laughs> Polonica. Very oh, close. Polonica. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Do not eat at a restaurant called Polonium. But they named it after the band. They just spelled it wrong. Oh, oh. damn. Yeah, so like when you were saying, oh, this is my, my metal project, yep. I, uh, it still uh, had a little uh, hardcore element. Yeah, very hardcore. To, to it. And I don't mean that insultingly. <laughs> nah, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was heavy. It was aggressive. It, you know, it's, that's what I told my mom. That, like, this is the metal band, mom. But you're saying, eh, it's all right. All right, what are you going to do? You're, you're disappointing his mother, Rob. Sorry, Mrs. Foley. Yeah, that's, that's my department. <laughs> Sid, what were you going to say? If you had told me that that was like the new song from Shellac, uh, I would have believed you. It real? sounded very Steve Albini-ish oh, to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, with the drum machine and the yelling and yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was formidable stuff for us at that point as we were sort of in that band. Um, listen to a lot of that music. Yeah, I'm a big fan of all of his stuff, so yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. Cool. I okay, thought it was very it. good, yeah. especially with the honey that we were eating during the music break. Oh, <laughs> that'll be a nice video. Uh, yes. It's hard to a criticize video, a video a, pairing. Yeah, it's hard to yeah. criticize a musician when he's feeding you as you're listening to it. Oh, music. I'd criticize him if it was bad. <laughs> believe yeah. me. Believe what? what did you think, Darren? Seaweed. I, I liked it a lot. I, you, I, first of all, you were all aware that this was going to be metal. I thought it was going to be like punk. And Sid is the resident punk expert here. I tend to gravitate more away from punk, uh, but the second, well, actually, I was eating the crackers for the first half of the song. When I put my headphones on, I was immediately into it. I loved it. And you were talking about how, like, you know, whatever, the limitations of the, the sound at the time and all that. And that you have, I thought it, like, every, it, it works perfectly. Whatever you did, awesome. Oh, good. Fantastic. Thrash. Well, listen, I'm not going to presume to tell a professional musician what to, what to do with his career, but I, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> so if, if he's the resident punk expert and you move away from that, what is your bag? Uh, or like thrash, early thrash, you know. Um, and, but I like all kinds of things. But as far as like metal goes, I would say I lean more towards, uh, towards thrash, you know, 80s and 90s thrash. 80, was, what, what was the beginning of the end? What, when, did things, <laughs> when did things really take a long uh, turn? Like kind of when when hair bands eclipsed uh, uh, like hard rock in terms of like what got played on the radio, I would say like mid nineties would be the beginning of the downfall. Probably. Wait, 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 wait! But the, the, everyone, all the hair bands say that the, like the early nineties and grunge, like that's what killed them. Mm-hmm. So help me understand. But you're saying that when did when did they come? Did they come back? The hair bands came back? No, I, th- I feel like hair, I feel like hair bands. Well, I guess the mid nineties would be a little late. More like like a kind of. 
mid uh, early nineties. Yeah, like Warrant yeah. and that kind of thing. Right, that was sort of that's like, like 89, mm-hmm. 88. 80, really? No, that's what 91 with Warrant was like like 91. Maybe like Guns N' Roses is where it turned away from here. I like Guns N' Roses. I don't want to sit here and shit on Guns N' Roses. but uh, No, but they turned like the scene of, like away from I guess a, a big turning point would also be like uh, like the Black Album would be the maybe the end of, oh, yeah. end of Thrash. You know, that's also early 90s, like 91, that whole time period. Yeah, be, but at that point, right, like thre- tell me, because this is, I know the scene only as an observer, not as a participant. Mm-hmm. Like there, like there was a like with some of the key thrash records that mm-hmm. you would think of that I was totally unaware of at the time like were happening on a parallel track as like all the hair metal shit of like Extreme and Motley Crue and Cinderella like all mm-hmm. that stuff was being bought and consumed heavily in, through the mid 80s into the early 90s I feel like I'm being interviewed by a Kennedy here this is very uh, <laughs> no, you're grilling I, me no but like I like I want to like I'm so I'm it, actually <laughs> but the black albums when it all comes together mm-hmm. it's like that's when the kings of one side decided to hop tracks and go over to the other side yeah well because yeah. it was just because they were like oh we like the production on this Motley Crue record we, want the, <laughs> we, we like want these the large buses right. that give us our privacy no, but like that's like uh, Lars heard the snare sound on, on that Motley Crue record, and they were like, "We want this producer to do they want it to the sound. snare sound for right. us." Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're totally right. Which, but that, I mean, it's like How it's, crazy not, is that? it's not a compelling argument from <laughs> from Lars's. Pre- I'm yeah. sure. I, I'm sure people have had this like a zillion times around this discussion. But like, what changed between Injustice for All and the Black album was not. The snares. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's having bass on the album. Well, it's, it's a whole <laughs> yeah. idea of like what type of song they wanted to write, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it completely went away from those like you know staccato kind of uh, staggered like rhythms thrashy. and tempos and stuff, yeah. and straight like two four. You know, just uh, straight. It's basically a rock. They album. were like their music became more melodic as opposed to just like you know about. Is there the... is there a sixteenth note double bass drum anywhere on the black album? The, I don't think so. The, yeah. Right. Well, give me an example of what kind of a you know. So like, um, so like the sixteenth num sixteenth no but double bass drum is the dig it the dig dig it. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, definitely not. Yeah, but there's a, there's there's still a ton of that shit on Injustice for. Oh all. Yeah. yeah. Oh, tons of it. So Dire's like, Eve is just one straight you know yeah, like, double bass kick. Yeah, I mean that's but that's all happening like a lot of music happening in a very short period of time, mm-hmm. and they just they just opened up and stretched out among a whole bunch of other things in the Black Album. Mm-hmm. So. So right. that's that's when things went south. I mean, uh, you know, you could uh, I also, don't know if you Chuck could... Schuldner, like you you like uh, death and stuff mm-hmm. when he passed away. Mm-hmm. Well, that was late nineties though when he passed away. Yeah, like, but... It was a, a steady decline. I don't yeah. like whenever like, testament and all the, that. Very f- uh, few and far between are the like thrash bands that come out now that I actually like. Yeah. Municipal that Waste really, is one. Yeah, cause I like it. Because there's a whole retro scene to it as well, right? Like Power Trip and Municipal Waste. And- I like Municipal Waste a lot. But it basically, whenever I come across something, I usually through Metal Injection or whatever, I, 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 I want to like this. I listen to it and I'm like, you know, I'm over it. Yeah. That's sort of how I am with, like, punk bands now, where people are like, oh, you like this band, then you'll love this new band. I'm like, or I could just go and listen to the first, like, just derivative. Like, I'll just listen to the first version. Mm -hmm. And just, I don't know, I need something different. And there's not that, really. Actually, I'm hearing two very different things from you guys, though. Go ahead. You have one thing, you have, like, there was a style that was done well that you really like, that Mm -hmm. you want to sort of, you approach and hear and, like, get it. Mm -hmm. You're like... I have those records. I want yeah. to hear something that's that's yeah. yeah. Well, it's well, not yeah. really like a like a metal guy. I feel like you like some metal bands for sure, and there's some acts yeah. that you like. But. 
I feel like I was more, uh, like you said, you know, there's just a certain style and like a like a motif in the music that I, I like. And I, as that sort of went out of vogue, I stopped, you know, being like a metalhead, quote unquote. I would yeah. Say. yeah. But I've always been into other things too. I've always been like a big uh, fan of pop music and like you know, uh, hip hop and all that. So I, I, it's not. I've never just been only a metalhead. But that was like my he first a, love. He has a vast Chromio collection. No, that's oh. him. Darren's also a singer. So not a singer. You're talking. To, there's a real musician in the room. You can't call me a singer. No, yes, I'm not a you musician. Like to oh, sing. oh, just yeah, you I are. like. I do like to sing. That's different from really being a singer. Well, I don't know. Well, you have like the natural talents of a singer, mm. and if you would, you know, hone your skills, uh-huh. <laughs> if you oh. would, so if I you suck, would just but... practice like I tell you to. Yeah. <laughs> I could... know, if you would sing more, I could stop your voice sucking. Would develop. You're That's embarrassing me now. We uh, we brought up uh, Guns N' Roses a little earlier. Uh, the rumors this week are that Axl Rose is going to be the fill-in vocalist for ACDC. I thought it was confirmed. It was, uh, well, like, not officially confirmed. Uh, the son of Malcolm Young said that it's already a done deal, but... Did he tweet it? He posted it on Facebook. Oh, of course. Uh, and so, here's the deal. Brian Johnson, the current, uh, or maybe now former singer of ACDC, was told by his doctors he can no longer tour or risk going completely deaf. And what? it was like it was that was amazing. It was it was immediately like you have to stop. Like I, I have before a feeling, I'm done with this sentence, you need yeah. to quit the band that you yeah. are in. Yeah. I have a feeling like they've been warning him for a while. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, your hearing is deteriorating. Yeah. You should stop touring. And he just and ACDC, ironically it known as the loudest hearing, band. Because could it be that his hearing was so bad that he didn't hear the warnings? Yeah, I was going to say he, he continued on in ACDC because like, yeah, 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 going. Us. Yeah, sure, I'll keep going. Don't no, keep no, going. you have to stop. Don't keep going. Yeah, keep going. Sure, okay. sure. I, like, of course, I've been going for thirty-five years. Like, whatever, whatever vocal range don't comes in, I mean, he just doesn't hear that. That's his very specific deafness. So that he has. to him, it's like keep going. <laughs> but really, there's a don't in, in front of it. Okay, tour not you now. Stop. So. At ACDC, we're doing this rocker bus tour. Brian Johnson, a bust. Uh-huh. And now they have 10 dates left. They've already sold tickets for these dates. These are very expensive tickets. These are not cheap ACDC seats. And they said they would uh, uh, do the dates later in the year, probably with a guest vocalist. Mm-hmm. Axl Rose spotted very uh, shortly after... At the site of the first date they canceled, Atlanta, How Georgia. How you miss him? He's 350 pounds. Well, what's <laughs> funny is that the, the fan who spotted him said Axel was looking very muscular. Oh. The photo does not was look. Was the fan just Axel under like a <laughs> fake name? Maybe. He looks very muscular. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Like, ultimately, like, I, I don't want to say I didn't care about ACDC, but like I was kind of over it. But I feel like the idea of Axel Rose filling in makes me slightly more interested huh. in seeing them but ultimately I don't wreck. that's why yes. I don't think it would be a train wreck I, I think uh, it, anything I think he's it involved would. with is a train you don't wreck. think it's he has oxygen machines Look, backstage here's come on yeah, he has Ulti- to get there it's 45 minutes late right here's my lucky. feelings ultimately now this is the second person in the band to go down Malcolm Young yeah. the primary uh, songwriter mm-hmm. dementia uh-huh. Can no longer tour. Doesn't even know where he is anymore. They told oh. him to stop touring. He didn't know what they were yeah, saying yeah. either. Like, no, I gotta go. No, 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 you so don't. Stop touring. Eat a banana. What? What'd you say? Now, Brian Johnson, their singer, is gone. 
It's basically like I feel like they're gonna keep touring until uh, Angus Young has a heart attack on stage or something. Uh-huh. It's like just the signs are there, guys. Pack it in. You're already billionaires. Like you don't yeah, need the maybe money. Maybe they just love playing. Well, that's the other side. It's like who am I to tell them what to do? It's their band. Exactly. Like, you can do whatever you want, but it it just kind of seems a little gross. Like, well, like but, put it away. But but right like to. ACDC is an archetype of a particular thing that even the Rolling Stones is not, right? Like, ACDC clearly cops to exactly the same aesthetic that they have for 30 years, right? They Like, that's the joke. They keep putting the same record out. It's an awesome record. They get up and they play the same show. But, like, they're not interested in the idea of, like, artistic development or, right. like, creating it's a It's a brand. It's, it's just, totally a brand. But, it, but, like, I for them, in a way that I almost wouldn't get with, like, U2. Like, U2, I think, like, oh, guys, it's just another way to sell Pepsi or mutual funds or something like that to me, like, when I go to their show, right? But, yeah, like, those U2 easy, branded mutual I, I, almost, I think it's, like, they're just, like, I, I'm not alive if I'm not up in front yeah, of, like, they need some it. people just sort of playing, right? So, like, yeah, I, I can not, say, I, you know, I can see Just that. as a way to round the story out, right? Like, yeah. that's the band that's like that, that we're talking about. Yeah. Why so, are you laughing so hard? I'm there? just thinking of the, you two selling each. It's a Roth IRA. Oh, yeah. no, laugh. Get away. laugh. When I come back from my Trump show <laughs> yep. after the November election, you're going to be like, fuck you, call the YouTube mutual fund thing. <laughs> I'm not laughing because it's true. Christ. I'm not laughing because it's ridiculous. <laughs> Got to write that parody down there to the Roth IRA. <laughs> Rob, what's the phone number if someone wants to call 718-303-2353. If you're Donald Trump or uh, Axel Rose wanting to confirm your slot in ACDs, <laughs> would you guys go to see that? <laughs> to see Donald Trump? No, uh, to see uh, Axel Rose. List, yeah, if, if it I was free, maybe. You would go for free. I'd yeah. show up for a few songs. Guys, we're going to check, check we're gonna do all the best songs. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. We've got all the best people, the best roadies. It doesn't matter if I sing, if I'm off key, they fix it. It's great. It's wonderful. We got a local call, a 917 number. Hello. Are you calling hey, it? Hey, guys, it's me. I'm right, I'm right over here. I'm oh. <laughs> it's Justin. Yes, you're good. Thank you. Ask Justin a few more questions. Bye. Gotta go. My parents are here. I just want to say Justin Foley's looking very muscular. All right. Totally not Justin. Oh, what's up, guys? I, sorry, I had to just answer a text. What's up? Missed it. Speaking of a, a person who's a big fan of themselves, <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Oh man! Oh man! Interesting. Now this is interesting. Uh, you Hulk like Hogan. that transition? The first ninety minutes sucked. This is interesting. <laughs> no, it's getting more and more depressing. We're like, you know, this we, is fun. When we went from Kenny to Alex Jones, it was like, oh, so, oh god. <laughs> then to Axl Rose, it's like, oh no. We didn't even get to Steve Harvey yet. Oh. <laughs> so Hulk Hogan. Uh, uh, <laughs> Basically owed $140 million at this point by Gawker. It's being appealed. But he did a... He did, oh, well, there's more. There's more yeah. So he did a press tour this week, and it's like... Already? He did? Oh, oh, he was on Good Morning how, America. How was the Squared Circle Pit interview? Was he very forthcoming? <laughs> they, would they, you? I would love to oh interview him. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? Would you, be, would you grill him, or would you kiss his ass? I would. Uh, it'd be hard. Like Bob would do whatever he no. was told if he got that interview. Yeah, yeah. whatever you know conditions what? were set no forth. What? Yeah, here's the thing. Absolutely, I, I've thought the about dude's this. Got a fucking serious lawyer. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, Mr. Hogan. No libel here. <laughs> double, double, not your shoes. I'd be happy. To he do got that. more than like victims of child molestation <laughs> in civil cases. It's or amazing. wrongful like, death. 
Yeah, but yeah. wrongful the, death is 900,000. The entire GDP of South Sudan since they've been a country. Like, he's got coming to him. You hear that, Abdullah the Butcher? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. And bangs. Here, I've thought about, like, like I, I've had a disdain for Hulk Hogan for many years, uh-huh. but I feel like if I would have met him... All of it would go down the drain oh, yeah. for me just because it'd be like, oh, here's the guy who was like my hero when I was five years old. Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of cool meeting him. Yeah. And then I feel like that's what he, that's how he survives. He lives on that shit. Yeah. Of course. That's how he won 150 fucking million dollars. Yeah. Those five years when he was popular. Is how so, anyway, just like watching these, you just, me personally, you just really see what kind of a bullshit like what a what a truly masterful <laughs> bullshit artist he is uh, do, you have, do you have the clip or, or I don't have uh, I'll pull, I'll pull it the good morning America yes, wait, the, wait, that's the it. question then about for from you so when you are in the shower and you're washing off and you're thinking well what if I was interviewing Hulk Hogan I wonder how that would go like are you thinking to yourself like I just want to be it like in the focus of that incredible ray for like two minutes of like, yeah, yeah, I know you're a bullshit artist, but like, it's never going to get better than this. Here, here's the thing. Like what the one thing I, I enjoy and what I take away from interviewing people is humanizing them. Like just seeing their like ticks, like, like humanary, humanary, that's not a word, no. but right, right. just like seeing these things. That's like, Oh, you never see this on camera. Like this isn't, this is like a side of this person. Them I've never seen natural. before. Yeah. But yeah. he would sniff that out. That that's what you were yes. looking for in a second and oh, give it to you oh. in the way you think you want to do it and walk away and be like okay oh, what's that's, not, that's not what I mean you want to see me be humanary brother yeah exactly <laughs> oh excuse, excuse me I had a burrito for lunch so where were we Rob oh, right you're such a good guy and then like two minutes later it'll be like you know the other thing the other thing that I know is like fun. even if I try to call him out on something he'll like twist his word oh, where right. like A I'm coming off like a dick right. and he's gonna he's address it yeah and it's like I get the bank account to prove it now right Yeah. well he doesn't have anything yet he didn't get anything yet it's being appealed but yeah. like uh like even if i know he's talking to me and telling me bullshit like right. if i start questioning him about his bullshit claim that he auditioned for metallica which is just <laughs> such bullshit and like i have documented more than any other journalist <laughs> <laughs> the level of bullshit that this is because it started as bullshit about how he auditioned for Metallica when they kicked out Newstead. And he's been saying the same lie for so long that it's morphed into he auditioned when Cliff Burton died in the 80s, right. which would make no sense. Right. Because by the time Cliff Burton died, it was like right before WrestleMania three when he's like a millionaire and Metallica's a nothing, nothing. band at that yeah. point. Like it would be a shitty business decision. It'd be a demotion. Yeah, it'd yeah. be a demotion for him. Like he was more popular than Metallica than all of heavy metal at yeah. that point, you know? Like Right. So anyway, so like him telling me this bullshit, I don't know if I'd be able to be like, come on, Hulk, that's bullshit. Like, come on, you know, like I, it would be hard uh, no, to you call him out no, to his face. You would not want that. I you would want to yeah. do that. No, yeah. you don't even think about it because you never even want to like, like it would be such a an acute test for you of a whole bunch of shit that you think is important. <laughs> then think about how what a like, massive yeah. bummer it would be yeah. if you didn't pass the test. Right? Just be then, like, why did I? Oh man, also, I should have said this to right. fucking Hulkster. And like, yeah. yes. he's gonna never yes. ever remember it, and you are gonna be chewing on yes, that yes. forever. And, and, now, and also, so like, avoid situations w- like that in your life. Get rid of them. I'm never gonna be Hulk Hogan. You're right? <laughs> but like, also, don't think I, about it. When I would post it. 
all the live cast commenters would like shit on me like oh you made like for 350 episodes you said this about Hulk Hogan you can say just I can't deal with that if you were smart (laughs) what you should do is this you should write a long list of questions about his time interacting with Metallica and pretend that it's actually real. Yes! Yes! And indulge his bullshit. Yes! Go the other way. Yeah, get him to talk about it. Nope. I love it. Yeah, I know. The best thing in life is to, uh, if you hear Hulk Hogan's in town, get a bus out of town. Just don't get close to don't, the edge because it's not helpful for don't you. Don't get in the nuclear blast range of Hulk exactly. Hogan. Exactly. <laughs> well, well, let's get into the, a bit of the blast range with, with, with these interviews because they're amazing. First of all, I want to. I read he he did a. Uh, there was a story in the Post, and and there's this one line to keep his emotions up during the trial. Hogan said he repeated affirmations to himself. <laughs> I am victorious. I am grateful. I am highly favored by God and His right. universe. Wait, wait, wait! No, no. But this is what I'm, Hogan would say to himself during no, the trial. No, no, no. That's the transcript from the sex tape, right? <laughs> no, no, no. The well, let's let's get to the the Good Morning America interview. It's which wrong is guy this time. Fighting talk from a pro. Hulk Hogan, whose real name is Terry Bollea, sitting down with ABC News after his crushing courtroom victory. This is Terry Bollea, telling now, us I think. He was willing oh, to do whatever sure? it took sure about to take down She's Gawker. Got the black bandana. I knew we were doing what was right, and even if we would have lost, <laughs> even if we would have lost, it would have been good because everybody would have known what Gawker was all about because I exposed them and what they do and how they look at the world, which... Oh, it would have been good if you lost. Give back the fucking money, you piece yeah. of shit. Also, like Gawker's still posting, right? They still yeah. exist, right? Yeah. yeah. Has their web hits gone down tremendously? Maybe gone up. I'm pretty sure if you go to Gawker, you know what Gawker's about. I don't think Hulk Hogan's enlightening you to any, like... Yeah, I don't think Gawker yeah. tricks people into visiting their website. Yeah. Sid, you weren't paying attention. He said, if he lost... Oh, oh okay. So he won. So that's <laughs> he what opted I'm. for the money. He could have uh, lost. I love how they, they 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 like paint Gawker as this evil entity that reports all like that ruins people's lives. It's just a blog. They kind yeah. of are that though too. Oh, uh, that that was the crux of their argument. Though, yeah, right. Like that's if it's just well, a blog, it doesn't get you a hundred million dollars. That's the thing. Like they kept like these New York value. They were doing this Ted Cruz oh, yeah. kind of like these New York <laughs> journalists are coming and trying to ruin my. Uh, you know the guys not from New York. Yeah. Well, he lives in New York. Oh, all right. Well, fair enough. It's seeped in. Sid. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it's very, very scary. Hogan describing what it was like to face his foes in court. Yeah. Gawker's former editor-in-chief, A.J. Delario. His arrogance and his answers backed up his attitude and his beliefs. I just me, feel like you know? he just wants the money. He probably yeah. doesn't even care. I mean, he's done a ton of embarrassing stuff. So why not just be honest about it? Because it's all he can't let down his kayfabe. He's always in kayfabe. He said it in the trial. Also, Hogan just there criticized A.J. Delario for his answers backing up his beliefs. Isn't that what your answers are supposed to Well, I think do? what he's implying is when when uh, the Hogan's lawyer asked the editor how young would be too young to publish a oh, sex yeah. tape, and he said four years old. Mm. Obviously being so sarcastic, yeah. but they refuse, like they're like really like, look at how sick it also is. sort of stupid to be sarcastic in a deposition. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Like, For all the listeners, if you take nothing away from yeah. today's yes. live, live yeah. cast, do not yeah. be sarcastic. When Sid is saying <laughs> well, I mean, I thought we all learned that lesson deposition. from like the first 15 minutes of My Cousin Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> like he was sarcastic 
last second he got put on murder trial. Yeah, you're right. Good <laughs> point. Come on. Good point. Oh, but not not as much as Nick Denton because he's the puppet master. And Gotham <laughs> Media founder Nick Denton. About the middle of the trial, I walk in the men's room and it's me and Nick Denton by ourselves. He tried to see my penis, brother. And my first thought was, what if he just falls down and holds his neck or something? Who are they going to uh, believe? You know why? Because he was like, what if I just fall down? And everybody- yeah. And he got a few extra million kicked <laughs> yeah. in. Here. Well, he already had that with Richard Belzer, right? Oh, yeah, my God. That's choked right. him out on TV. It's true. The second thought was, <clears throat> if this was WrestleMania and he was in the ring with me, it was just me and him, wouldn't it be fun? That's a plug for WrestleMania. That's oh. Also, up. that is as vague a threat yeah. as he could do without being sued. He, he essentially right. just threatened... He's like, wouldn't it be great if I could kick this motherfucker First of all, I think Nick Denton could take him. He's like 66 with a bad hip. (laughs) (laughs) Nick Denton weighs as much as one of Hogan's arms, though. Yeah, but you kick him once in the heart, he'll probably die from a heart attack. (laughs) I I don't, again, agreeing that, that... that Hogan is has survived as a bullshit master, like yeah. you know, forever. Like the the story he's telling about, at least the character that he's portraying is a pretty fucked up one, right? Like, hi there. So where he's like, uh, on one hand, he's like, I I'm encountered with another alpha male, yeah. right? Who who I feel his power over me is one that I cannot approach because it is it involves litigiousness and you know what yeah. if he sues me he can get me that way who are they going to believe right? is this Rob we're talking about that, now or Nick <laughs> <laughs> it's Hulk Hogan so, yeah so, Hulk, 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 Hogan. so he he smells and recognizes an alpha male who has a power over him he can he cannot so how what's his second thought how does his unconscious mind respond to that threat. Well, what if I was in WrestleMania, right? <laughs> and I beat him up. Like, then how That's does a great point? How does yeah. his psyche get him back on top in the yeah, alpha male yeah. world? I just I fantasize WrestleMania, and now I'm happy again. <laughs> then I was able to urine freely, and everything was good. It's like, oh, Hogan, man. Uh, he should have used the Hulk Hogan's ten-inch penis to urinate. It would have worked fine. Just don't use his Terry Bollea three-inch penis. <laughs> By the way, the answer to that question, Hulk Hogan, is no. Nobody wants to see. It wouldn't be fun to no. see you wrestling anybody, let yeah. alone yeah. A, sit down that Hulk. little dried up string bean. <laughs> <laughs> but Gawker didn't go down without a fight, showing the jury interviews Hogan did in October 2012. You come off like a stud. <laughs> Honest to God, are you kidding me? Do you think you come off bad in that tape? Just days after they posted the sex tape involving him and the wife of his best friend at the time, Bubba Clem. But their point is, if you're talking about that tape, then you can't be can't be that embarrassed. Well, talking about it's a lot different than have, having somebody illegally post the tape when you're seen naked in front of seven million people. I will be naked forever. <laughs> I mean, he was oh practically God. naked. It's in like his you've been Hulk naked suit. for yeah, like half naked your entire career, millions of people. Uh, but again, the argument is that was his choice. Like as far, like as critical as I am of Hogan because he's such a bullshit artist, I do feel his privacy was invaded. Like he ultimately. He does have a point there. I think he was more also concerned about his hair being shown. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not his ass. Yeah, gotcha. he didn't care about that so much. Didn't, wasn't there, didn't Gawker say that he's full of shit and that he did consent to, uh, to, to There is text tape? messages that he was trying to shop it around and the, tr- well, he's actually confronted with this questioning. Okay. Uh, so know, hold on. Until my children's children's children die because of the internet. 
Hogan says well, he, he still hasn't anybody. watched the tape himself. You haven't seen the tape that Gawker right. posted to this right. day. I was in a situation. Which apparently is bullshit because there's FBI depositions that say he has seen the tape. Mm-hmm. I had to look and identify myself. On a player, and I've walked away from it. I can't, I can't, I would never watch the tape. And despite suggestions he knew he was being filmed? Do you maintain you did not know? No, I did you were not recorded. know. No. You feel like you were set up by your friends? Yes. Yes, I do. He says the hardest part of the whole ordeal? I had to tell my kids. <laughs> and that was tough. But his kids are like in their 20s. Yeah. yeah. They've been through a lot. And they were very understanding. And one of they his kids almost killed kill a guy for drunk driving. reckless driving. Kind of yeah, like gave him the Reader's Digest version. And the other you know, one would kill for this kind of publicity. <laughs> Happened. Gracefully, they let me live. <laughs> what about your critics out there who say you're not a very sympathetic victim here? You slept with another man's wife. You were still married. I don't agree with any of the stuff I did. I mean. Like I said, I can make a million excuses for it. Um, I'm accountable. I did that. It's not fun to talk about. It's um, very embarrassing. But in one way, but here I here I am uh, talking about it though. Yeah. I can say is I pray to God that people can learn from my mistake because I sure did. The mistake of getting 140 million dollars. The mistake. The (laughs) the mistake of having sex with your best friend's wife. Like what? Well, that wasn't a mistake. He he asked to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a mistake to eat the veal parmesan before. Yes. That was oh, a mistake. I feel like such a fatty brother. Such a pig. He didn't enjoy it properly because he had a full stomach. I'm That's s- the mistake. I'm so bloated. Fuck before dinner. That's the lesson here. Well, that's what Dan Savage says also. Like for yeah. Valentine's Day, he's like, you have sex first and then you go out and eat. It's true. By the way, there was a hidden story that didn't get a lot of uh, attention. Uh, Hulk Hogan challenged the veal parmesan to a match of WrestleMania. <laughs> Well, I also it's his only way of framing antacid on a pole match. (laughs) (laughs) So the founder of Gawker, Nick Denton, went on the View, which I think was an incredibly bad decision because who's hosting the View these days? He had four or five yentas just shitting on him nonstop, and because Gawker's probably shit on all those ladies. At separate times, fair point. Yeah, they were so happy. Old ladies, specifically. Lee Dienta, Joy Behar would not let him get away with. Sh- it was actually pretty, pretty wonderful to watch. Oh, oh, before Behar, we start it though, can, can I just uh, like? Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, it's fine. I just want to toss out that, like that, that beyond the insanity and the and the fucking funny cartoon of Hulk Hogan and his yeah. Vero Parmesan filled ass pumping away at his <laughs> fucking Bubba the Love Sponge's wife. Yeah. All right, so setting all that aside, there is the the thing that I think is compelling about the story is there is something that is genuinely like. It it is a, it is like a slippery ball right here. Be like, wait, how does like you can't really unpack this thing? Like, you know, okay, do you want to be on Gawker's side? Freedom of the press, wonderful, blah blah blah, good. And do you want to be on Hulk Hogan's side? Like, oh, dude, that guy. But like, there's some there's a real issue here of yeah. like, and it, and like part of it is like you need to peel away like his hypocrisy and like 
you know, you have thrown yourself in front of every camera that will fucking put you in focus for the last 20 years right. and, and begged for any any small amount that that ATM will cash out for you. But now you're pissed off because all this, oh, my family's sanctity. Like, that's all, like, mm-hmm. that's all bullshit. But there's something about, like, he, shouldn't, shouldn't he be allowed to fuck Bubba the Love Sponge's wife without having it turn into, like, you know, something that Gawker can turn around and parade in front of people, yes. right? Like, right. But there's a lot in there, right? Like, it's, so he, the thing you mentioned is a very good point. Is Gawker's defense is very nuanced, right? And I feel because it's so nuanced, yeah, Florida is not capable of understanding. It's yeah, like a lay, a lay, a lay person, right? Would it's kind of hard to grasp what they're arguing. I laid a person. That's how we got in this mess, brother. <laughs> you're, so you're, you're in journalism, as we said before. So despite your handicap of not being an effective Hogan interviewer, like you, there's something sympathetic and nuanced about yeah. it that's appealing to you. So lay it out. What's the argument in a way that you like it most? Well, their argument is that, you know, what the tape itself, the tape was very newsworthy. Right. Other outlets posted about it. Other outlets uh, posted stills from it. And so they had access to the entire one hour tape and they only posted uh, what like a minute of it, 90 seconds of it. And there was only like nine seconds of actual pornographic stuff. Everything else was just funny dialogue. Like him saying, I feel like a pig. I shouldn't have eaten before we had sex. <laughs> so, like, I kind of... Foreplay. In a very, like, in a very thin way, I understand where Gawker came from. Like, I don't know if if I had the same info, if I, like, if someone handed me the sex tape. Right. And I was, you know... Of what The Disturbed Dude, right? Like, if... Yeah, like, if yeah. I had a David D. Rainman right. uh, sex tape, I don't know that I would publish, even for a minute... The David D. Rayman sex tape is what? not safe for work. You wouldn't want the blood on your hands. Right. No, he wouldn't want to get sued because he doesn't have that kind of money. Yeah, but but so. Gawker at least made the decision. Their lawyers looked at it and stuff like that. But they, for whatever reason, they said, we're a news outlet. They're they're backing away I, from, well, we, there were 90 minutes. We, I'm, I'm not interested in any of that. Yeah. I'm interested in the core of the argument of it's okay for us to put this out there, right? Right, because it, it is a news item of public interest to see this tape. I could... See that I am, but at the same, it is like I'm I mean, it's his more. Life. I'm was more on the really side of like his important? privacy was invaded. I feel like there is a line somewhere, like you know, like it's not like Hulk thrown. Hogan murdered someone or like his son crashed a car into another car and almost killed someone. Oh, right, here's right? the here's the other thing. Like I feel like if it's let's say like a very right wing senator who's like super anti gay, past all the anti gay laws, and there's a sex tape of him. Uh, like with another guy, right? I would feel like like if they posted a minute of that, that like I'm totally on their side. Hold on for a second. What was the, what was the Dave Mustaine uh, offensive thing about uh, African women in their vaginas? He said they should shove a plug in their vaginas and Who not should? have children. The, the African women should so, be right. plugged up. If you at Metal Injection got a videotape of Dave Mustaine having sex with an African woman, would you post it? No, I don't think that impregnating. I don't think that's. <laughs> <laughs> then he'd be hypocritical. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think that. Unplugging. You're going to have my baby now. Well, that would be totally newsworthy. I mean, I, I don't know. That would feel, I would feel wrong posting he that. He would send it to but TMZ here, to post. But Rob would go over to her house oh, and abort that's her. that's a super cop-out though, right? Like, yeah. No, it's a, it's a, that's, that, that's a great question. It's really hard for me. To, it's something I would have to think about. 
Uh, and I'm sure the traffic would like really make me want to post it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure Nick but, Denton would agree with that. Right. Well, what Nick Denton argues is like ultimately it was like bullshit. Like whatever traffic they got, right? That was it. It's not like they converted those people into like. Sure. Li- it's like whatever it is, that's what it is, and th- there was very little money made, which I. Back up 100%. Anytime there's like a news story, like a crazy, like for example, the Phil Anselmo white power thing, right. the white power video, huge spike, but then like all those people go away. They yeah. don't come back. It's right. just like that uh-huh. one story that people share. So that's true. It's not like the, you know, it made their website millions of dollars, right. which is something that Hogan's team tried to argue. Right. But the ultimate, it just comes back to should they have posted it? And I kind of, I'm leaning towards no. And and so what we recognize then, right, is that there's some because your point about like, oh well, it wasn't just <laughs> I'm pointing you, Noah, um, is, is just for those who can't see who I'm pointing at. Mm-hmm. Your point is it's not like the newsworthy thing was something like it was a crime or he did something that was crazy or right. Or, or it was even, a trivial invasion but, of privacy. No, but it, but it, that's the thing I guess is it wasn't a trivial. Invasion that's what they're arguing because yes. but because like the whole Glenn Benton carrying cat litter out like mm-hmm. that's you can't get dancing. any more trivial dancing. 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 Sorry, not, Benton. He also carries his camera. <laughs> sure, yeah. There's just that no one's taking pictures of that. <laughs> well, you know. But it's it's like that whole thing became like a big deal and all. But it's like almost because it couldn't get any more trivial. It wasn't trivial invasion of privacy. It's like he's having sex, right? Like yeah. despite the fact that like like it was clearly in the realm of the private and Gawker's trying yeah. to drag that right. back over in yes. here, right? The, 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 the difference with the dancing thing is though he's in a public thing. parking lot. Like that's total like Hogan was in the privacy of, uh, of you know his home. friend's home. Yeah, like it's See, not the a, thing for me is, and it hasn't been mentioned yet. Is I'm more concerned with who got the tape and gave it to Gawker, right? Because like that's the invasion of privacy was when he was filmed without his knowledge. Yes. That that's the invasion yeah, of privacy. What's tape? done with that invasion Ooh, after the fact? No, because he's his point to his thing about his children's 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 children is that it was. It be, it was released to the internet, right? But who like, gave it to the internet? Well, but but is my good question. point. But your but the, your distinction you were saying about his his privacy was invaded when someone took a film. No, you know he's got a pervert friend. We all have pervert friends who have to you know take videos of us having sex with our <laughs> other. It happens to everybody, right? Well. Some of us are that pervert friend. That's fine, but we're not necessarily putting it out into the internet. Like it's it's so it, casting it out to the wind. There's that's a problem. It's yes. the, the scale of the invasion. Yes, but I'm still concerned with how they got the tape. Agree. That's they, a, but that's a different argument. Though, yeah. So, so where I, do they get it from? Sid. No, no. <laughs> so whoever broke into Bubba Clem's house. Uh-huh. Do we know for sure someone broke into it? That's what, that's the claim. Does anybody not think that it was Hulk Hogan? Well, the, the reason Hogan sued the, here's the thing. The reason Hogan sued them and tried to suppress it is because there was like he found out from Bubba that he said racist things on those tapes. Mm-hmm. So he was worried that Gawker was going to expose the racist shit that he said. Meanwhile, Gawker had, they had no interest in, they didn't care about that. They were more interested in like the minutia of like him saying he's a fat pig or whatever. Okay. Right. And he sued them to prevent them from doing it. All the while it eventually came out anyway, Did he from a different shit? source. Right, 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 right. From the national Enquirer. What did the racist things on the tape ever emerge or not? The thing is, the tape that Gawker got was not the tape with the racist 
stuff on it. That's on a separate because there's three different sex tapes. Oh. Oh he had sex God. with her three different times. Did he have God. real palm each time? <laughs> and he and, and and somebody broke into the house each yeah. time. Yeah. He was no, 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 no. Okay. They were all three. Like a, the the, the, the sex maid. happened like two years before. They kept the tapes in a safe in the garage. A safe. And then someone uh, broke into the gar- broke the into Tommy the safe. Lee thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Alleged. The least important thing ever put in a. So I want to say like we had a very intelligent, you know, nuanced conversation just now. Now imagine Nick Denton going on The View trying to have this nuanced conversation <laughs> okay. with four Yentas who already have quite a biased agenda against him. Well, because we it haven't even... marvelous. Because no one, by the way, just to acknowledge it, nobody here, and I hope that they do on The View, nobody here is talking about his wasn't the only privacy that was invaded here. Like, yeah. the, the woman who's... That's a great like, point. Who's like yeah. having no sex No one talks about that. No, yeah. no. I mean, but she's obviously not a whole... whole uh, High profile character She yeah. I think would have A better lawsuit Against Nick Denton Than Hulk Hogan Well does. she Is so embarrassed She wanted the whole thing To go away Yeah oh. uh, So she, And she's since divorced This guy Bubba yeah, Clam yeah, yeah, right. She's gone right. She's out of it But that's a great point now But also like, she knew She was being taped because they're in the tape. Yeah, in I the think tapes. Hulk Hogan knew too. Though. Like right. fucking yeah, Jennifer, no, what's her name? Jennifer a, Lawrence like, from the, they, wasn't she the one who was in the Hunger Games? Mm-hmm. She knew, she fucking took her own picture. And yeah. They, but so her it's, it's not a question yeah. of her knowing whether or not, right, right. like it's a question That's of something like, like her, there is no argument that her privacy was 100% invaded. Yeah. She's not a public figure. Right. She does not put herself out there. She or, deserves Whatever whatever award a jury decides to give him, she deserves. Yeah, she yeah. deserves some. Yeah, right. uh, there's a good question for you in the chat, Rob, from El Duderino. Would you like to hear it? Sure. Would Rob post a video of Glenn Benton at Easter Mass? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a huge. That see, like that's a great comparison because that is that is very newsworthy because Glenn yes. Benton has a history of being anti-religious. <laughs> So if there is this footage, Glenn Benton of deicide, yes, right, yeah. of de- yes, deicide. Really? <laughs> All right. He really hates deuses. That's the thing. Oh, I see. He just speaks free form at it with his <laughs> microphone. Well, let, let me let me play a little bit of this gawker. Off limits for you in terms of of covering celebrities. For your company. A, a, a private person in a private bedroom in their own home with their own partner. I can't see what possible justification there could be for for doing a story about that. Maybe you know, unless there's a crime committed or something like that. But but, but, but it would actually have to be. It would have to be. Like Bubba Love Sponge's wife. Right, right. right okay, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Right, just go ahead. Very, very. Um, there would have to be a very, very strong news story to justify. But didn't, that. So is this because he was with somebody else? This is Joy Behar. At the other person's house? Uh, yeah. At the other person's house? I think it's because he was a celebrity who had made his sex life so much part of his character uh, on on talk radio. But that's his choice, not yours, to expose it. Well, it's his choice as a celebrity, but celebrities have to uh, exercise some sort of responsibility themselves. And he exercised privacy. He said, I'm in a private situation here. What do you you think about Matt Damon? So Matt Damon. Love him. Everybody loves him. Never seen a sex tape, but what he said on the tape, right? Damon, he like he lived. I mean, I think now he's in LA, but for a long time he like he lived in Florida. He had a wife who had some uh, kids. I think from a previous previous marriage. Yeah. That's basically all I know about Matt Damon and his family situation because he never talked about it, and no one has really. I mean, people have written very very little about his personal life. But you're blaming because, the because, victim. You're blaming the victim in this case. No. He's he's doing what he's doing. You're exploiting it, and the jury basically said you. It's were hard wrong. to argue with Joy Behar. Don't Bayhart do this here, anymore because yeah. we don't like it. Look, we're going to sue well, you. Well, here's the. Here's the argument, sure. I th- and I am not 
to uh, no, no, defend we're all, Nick yeah. Denton or anything, but I think I I read that a bunch of evidence was held out of that case for yes. one reason or another. That shows that Hulk Hogan knew he was being filmed. But that, how does that change anything, though? Uh, because if he had a motive uh, to actually produce a sex tape and then unknowingly leak it, have it stolen from a safe and leaked to whatever, if that was all the plan from, he, then he has no footing to say this was stolen from me and and illegally exposed to the to the world. Well, but maybe well, he, he was just, going to do it himself. That's assuming that he was taping it to like release it. What if he just gets off on. at seeing he, stuff like? Well, that? Rob asked, how would that change so, that if that was the case? Even, okay, so. Using the argument that he knew he was being taped mm-hmm. with the idea that he would sell it because yes. he's running low on money because his wife just divorced or whatever. That's still his right. It is. And they violated, uh, like, he should be in control of how that footage is. Right. But released. then in that scenario, wouldn't that fall, as Sid said, on the guy that stole it from the safe and not Gawker for publishing it? If you receive a tape from somebody, you don't know how you got it, you just run it. Right? But the fact that they chose to run it, I guess. But I mean, there's nothing still, illegal. Still, I think there's they still just, in the privacy. Yeah, they could have just said, uh, let's put this on the side. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. uh, or at that point, almost even a copyright issue. Like, if if the, if the you know, Star Wars is coming out next week and someone sends you a tape of Star Wars and you're Gawker, are you going to leak Star Wars? Well, no. that's different because it's, there's, it's a, ethical there's a... Well, that there's a... There's legal ramifications to doing that but I mean just running a tape that someone anonymously gives you is not the same as running Star Wars I think and is 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 I mean it goes back to the point that the core of the Gawker argument is that there's is there something newsworthy about this guy's right, like right. tape yeah. doing as salacious as we sort of might be as we might say well that's the cheapest kind of news there is it's still news it still sells like mm-hmm. you got a point right like this is down at the bottom of the barrel and here we are but it's still a, a newsworthy yeah. tape and now I also want to add to that that if Hogan is telling the truth that the, he had no knowledge that he was being taped and if the tapes were really stolen, then I side with Hulk Hogan, as scummy as he is, because I do think that's right. But we're talking about a hypothetical scenario Absolutely. where Gawker, where he did know he was going to sell this tape and set it up and planned it, and everyone knew, and now he's lying about it because you know the, whatever the reason, the racist comments. That yeah, he wanted to express the. the then it, then I side with Gawker. They shouldn't get punished for getting a scoop on him of his own sex tape. I agree. Okay. Okay. And charge you. Oh, sorry, it is a little weird to me, though, that if he knew he was being taped, he'd still go on a racist rant. <laughs> that is true. That's, well, I think he found out after. He didn't know as he was being taped, but eventually he learned. I want to see. That's the, the part of the tape I want to see. I want to see the reveal. <laughs> no, this was in text messages because that uh, was in the. That's that's evidence that they couldn't show that he <laughs> knew that these tapes existed after the fact. I hate when Chinese people clip their nails on the train, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing worse than that, dude. 140 million bucks. That's what they said. Look, we're both businesses. He's a celebrity business. He's putting out his his story. He has his narrative that he that he's promoting his image, uh, and and he and he makes money out of that. And he talks about his sex life as part of that business. And I think when when somebody when a celebrity or anybody starts a conversation, I think in this country, you know, with 
pre the press being mm -hmm. free and with speech being free, others are allowed to join in. Oh, I, mean, I don't think they're I don't We're all joining in right now. You talked about in terms so much about, second, okay, Paula, go ahead. You, you talked about the fact that um, because... They can't wait to all jump on Yeah, man. He's a celebrity. He made sex a part of his shtick that you were willing to publish this. Yeah. But isn't it also true in, that it came out in court that your employee basically said that, or I don't know if you said it or your employee said it, that even if someone is... You know, over only over four years old. That you was his former editor, but you also have posted video of of a young girl sexually assaulted on the floor of a bathroom, and that was not a celebrity. And you refuse your company refused to take it down. So you did also do that. No, the, where the, do you the, draw the line? Actually, no, that's not right. The, right. the video that video was taken down, and but you posted made, it, and, and, and the journalist made a flip. You posted it, and you didn't want to take it down. Isn't that true? The journalist made a flip, flip. That is true. They the did uh, post a video of a woman blowing a dude in like a Yankee Stadium bathroom or some <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, but, but that's not sex assault. What is, what oh, is that? Well, they're just saying like her private. She was a private citizen, and they posted this. Well, tape. but she was out in public. That's completely different. I guess it's but it's, it's a bathroom. Blow a uh, and she was a woman at Yankee game, so she had yeah, like forty five. Clearly, scumbag well, with a mullet it, and a pit stained polo meal jersey. It doesn't make it. I have, I have even less sympathy for Yankee fans than for Hulk Hogan. Exactly, <laughs> it's close though. But yes, yeah, so like a, a seven or eight hours of questioning by by lawyers. It was stupid. It was inappropriate to the to the circumstances, and we paid a heavy price for it actually in court. Yeah, you but did. that doesn't get around the fact that this story was newsworthy when it was written. That a federal judge and the appeals court have deemed it deemed it newsworthy. Look, it's not to everybody's taste. I'll, I'll, I'll be the first to accept that. To some extent, it's not even to my taste. But a state but, judge but, but, also but, but, said but, it wasn't newsworthy. But, 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 but the 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 fact is that uh, it, it has been deemed newsworthy by the higher courts and it's it's a story that people are talking about e like even now uh, and and and, and in well, this country, about it now because you know say, he's so thrown off his game by why did he agree to do this yeah it, it just makes him look so bad i don't i don't know and now Whoopi goldberg is about to lay it into him oh boy know. oh boy here we go we're right. talking about how Bill cosby is innocent Did she get a, get i think she part? she went back on the oh wow well, thank that, yeah. thank you Whoopi. yeah she well no she kind of half-heartedly yeah but you are not. There's no way. There is no way you can justify the tape. I absolutely understand why the story is newsworthy. I absolutely get that. No one wants yes, to see her in a sex tape. You shouldn't. She's angry. Okay. Even with it. Agree What you guys, again, you guys, even if it was 20 seconds, even if it's 10 seconds, once you did that, you took yourselves out of being news folks into being being purient, uh, prurient, but all right. what is it called? Tabloid. 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 No, no, Voyeur. not tabloids. Voyeur? It's voyeurs, and that's Voyeur. why I think they Voyeur? Is she yeah. talking about a hallway? <laughs> There's a lot more people who are inter into celebrity Voyeur. gossip, interested in celebrity gossip, than actually kind of want to kind of put their hands I, up and say, "Yes, I believe that the, that the public has a right to know this." Look, it's a question of privacy. I think this was fascinating because it really showed like here's Gawker trying to give this nuanced 
argument, but like these ladies on the View are are like the common man, so to speak. Like, yeah. like fuck your nuance. You invaded uh, this guy's privacy. You know, see, like I I disagree. There, I heard in their objections to him were all of from. They are celebrities. They right. see themselves yeah. as celebrities, and yeah, they yeah. have a hate for the paparazzi, and they sure, have a hate sure. for the news folks. So they're finally face to face with this guy, and they've got him dead. Right, so going after they're him. They're going after but, him yeah, hardcore. Exactly. I agree. I agree. But I like what the the point I'm trying to make is like they're going after him in they're a biased. way that their viewers could relate to. They're yeah. not saying like, I don't want my shit on, on your fucking site, you piece of shit. <laughs> you ruined three weeks of my life. I had to go to so much therapy because you posted that one photo of me. Right, right, right. No, they're saying like you're they're they're making it so the person at home can see Nick Denton as the bad guy, which again makes me question what like I this is supposed to be a PR tour. Like you're failing miserably. You're making yourself look even yeah. worse. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, which makes me think like if you were coaching Nick Denton for this sort of thing, you're like, look, it's a probably a good guess that a lot of the a lot of the people who the audience who watch the View are also the people who are buying Star mm-hmm. Magazine and Us Magazine and yeah. re- and like looking at TMZ every uh. day and something like that. Like there's a there's a piece over there. Like get people to cop to it, right? Like we're this is a fascinating thing for us. And as you know, even though you know it's it's unfortunately and he and it's funny. Like you listen to like the values he appealed to at the start of his thing. Yeah. His value was look, it's not for me. It's not for everybody but it's something that we're all like that's the like narrative of his argument is something is like let's everyone just be honest with each other we dig this shit yeah. right as opposed to Hulk Hogan's uh, argument which is just like going towards the clouds of like <laughs> my children my children's children have to see me naked it's unfair like you know the <laughs> privacy and that sort of stuff right like so he gets yeah. to win right but Nick is probably still like fuck you all you people watch my shit yeah, all the time right. and it's like You're open right. your eyes sheeple <laughs> right, right, open right, right, your eyes yeah. like, I, <laughs> I feel like that's a, he's doing it Alex Jones backstage. And Nick Denton has the same PR prep guy as Dave Mustaine when he went on Fox Business yeah. Channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. They're going to ask me these questions about how terrible I am. <laughs> what? No one cleared that with me. Yeah. No one in the view is asking him about Metallica, right? <laughs> they, maybe Kennedy's card got switched. She was yeah. supposed to ask him about Metallica. Uh, I don't, like, uh, Hogan was asked about the racist remarks on this other. Uh, news thing and he w- would go like I go to an Afro-American church oh, Afro-American what? Do everybody's got Afros there brother <laughs> says that there's no one there's no one less racist than me is what he came out with yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. such I was so overwhelmed that people believe me mm-hmm. no one believes you we did jury believed us and they awarded damages that's his lawyer well the judge and gawker tried numerous times to get you to settle an arbitration behind closed doors i couldn't do it why did you want to go to trial it's for everybody well it wasn't the money for me turn him off i can't shut up so he's donating it right you know, when I leave my house and I meet people, what do they think? Do they see the tape? What do they oh, think? Oh, my children's really children, brother. That. They're going to have to see my penis, brother. happening to anybody else because I know how it affected me. He did this so it, it wouldn't happen to anybody else. Right. Yeah. I bet he got a lot of tanning cream endorsements out there. <laughs> what about all the little blayers from 2037? They're going to have to see my butthole, brother. I don't want that to happen. They got to know I'm a pig. I fuck after real parmesan. <laughs> Suicide. Oh my gosh. And He's suicide. Private citizen that had his private life exposed like me. And so I knew how important it was and I knew how it affected me. And so all I wanted 
was to let everyone know what golfers are all about and that's what they all. do to destroy lives. Do you <laughs> think that he tried to hang himself and the noose slipped off because his head was so shiny? He has no hair. <laughs> <up to him. laughs> but but like yeah, man, he, like he's like he's trying. He's to get working it so hard. Oh, and yeah. he's trying to get everyone to so sort of say, "I did this for all of you." Like he's yeah. putting himself up on a fucking cross and by putting yeah. two, three of the four nails in. <laughs> this is Hulk Hogan. This is like like Hulk Hogan was this to such a like microcosm. Only wrestling fans saw this. Now the whole world. Yeah. Like he's become such a big story. It's it's phenomenal as a wrestling. Fan Easter player. Sunday was originally me, brother. <laughs> I, I was on the cross, dude. But in a way, like you can't win if you're Nick Denton in that. Yeah, because even if that's you're why right, must be so frustrating. Even yeah. if you're right. right, where you're like, all you people love this. You know, you want to watch that Hulk Hogan yeah. video if it's out there. You know, you want to watch it. Yeah, right, but he's yeah. fighting the veneer of people pretending to be respectable. Oh, yeah, he's also fighting somebody whose job it was for thirty years to convince people to like him. Oh yeah, exactly. Like the ultimate con man. And what everybody knew was a fake, like yeah. a fake thing that no right. one's going to yeah. acknowledge for being fake, right? Like yeah, exactly. Right will restore your public image in some ways because if you look on the internet people are very divided yes well i hope it helps Mm -hmm. i mean the good part is my fans my my kids my wife jennifer Mm -hmm. the people that know me know who i am and the whole wwe universe the fan base they knew who who i am oh they knew and for the people that don't know who i am they hopefully i can by apologizing and be accountable and you know over time hopefully i can win those people back and even when there was um you know, rumors that there may be racial comments on the mm-hmm, tape. Mm-hmm. I told David, I said, I don't remember <gasps> what happened seven years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I said it for sure, but if there is, that's not going to deter me from moving forward. Mm-hmm. As bad as they, that may seem. So, oh, it's bravery. F- F- yeah, FBI deposition says different. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bravery. He's that, like, I will bravely let yeah. people see how racist I am <laughs> yeah. so I can protect their privacy. I'm, exactly. I'm willing to do that for you. <laughs> but the, no, the other nail needs to go just a little <laughs> bit lower. Here. Oh my God. I am both brave and concerned for my family, brother. You know what? Whatever he paid that lawyer, if to get a jury to buy that <laughs> shit, he did not pay that dude enough. That is oh, that lawyer is getting paid. Yeah, no kidding. Oh God. On top of you know the horrible decision I made morally at an all-time low and with the woe is me story that goes with it. Right. You know, if I like that was a little like the woe is me. Like even I know this is bullshit, brother. <laughs> I could make people understand you know that that one moment doesn't define me also all those people that really don't know me i'm not a racist i mean that's oh, not God. you know who i am and, and my minister oh. michael beckwith who married jennifer and myself he's afro afro-american my go. church is mainly afro-american oh. all my uh, friends know who i am Afro-American. So i'm gonna do whatever i can that's what i was like oh, what does that even mean though so, the, so he goes to a church where a bunch of black people are i mean he's not yeah. racist we have one instance of him talking extemporaneously, not knowing he's being recorded, to someone he cares about, yeah. talking about black people, and he calls In them a negative niggers. Light. Yeah. That's it. You you lost. You're a racist. You're clearly a racist. Am I supposed to believe your one thousand media apologies? And it wasn't for like, that. Yeah, like yeah. Ugh. Anyway, that's all. I, I'm I'm just saying if you have an issue 
if if you have if you have like issues with racism in your head or your heart or something like that, you know you are you have a script that you have ready for the world right. about why you You're are not, not who you yeah. probably see yourself to be. You can talk about like hairdresser, person you go shopping with, music that you like, like a kid who you knew in high in high school. Like, like it's all like like it's just it's a script yeah. right away. They'd be like, yeah. oh, you know, I know I'm not racist because boom, 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 and that's yeah. the story I tell myself like to sort of deal with this other. Voice voice that goes on my head about like fucking look, hold on to your wallet because that dude's getting awfully close to you yep. like all that shit he, he shared a car with Kamala once <laughs> <laughs> well there you have it folks Hulk Hogan's not racist Jerk off. that should be our episode title Hulk Hogan's not racist I, have, I think <laughs> it should be don't, don't be sarcastic in a deposition my vote is for humanary but whenever we invent a word on the show you, that's oh, you're right. you can't misspell it it doesn't exist yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so true. it's good all right, big thanks to Justin Foley. We're wrapping yeah, up here. Thank you guys for having me. Pick up, Eyes up. the the ten song album from Polonium in alphabetical order. You didn't know you wanted it until now. The album is called Seraphim. It's out April eighth. It's in about two weeks on Controlled Burn Records. Pick it up at ControlledBurnRecords.com. Thank you so much, Justin. Thanks for having me. You don't have Thank to you. wait another three years to come back on the show. Uh, we'll have great. you back anytime. Cool. Yeah. This but is you, a blast. You should know that we're moving the show to Tuesdays. That's right. Oh, boy. Starting next week, we're going to be doing the show live Tuesday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. So there will be no new episode for you Monday morning, but there will be a new episode for you Wednesday morning. Wait a sec, Rob. I'm an idiot and can't figure out my calendar here. Are you telling me that you're going to be recording another show just two nights from now? No. Actually, that's not what I'm telling you. I'm, we're Thanks. actually going to be recording a new show in nine days. Gotcha. This will be the longest gap of a new 5th. content that since we've started doing this. Right. April 5th, but we'll have a guest on that show that will surprise everyone. Mm-hmm. I believe that guest you're referring to is actually on the following week. Oh, but whatever. <laughs> but yes. Close enough. Uh, uh, but yeah, thank you so much, Justin. Thank you guys it, for having it's me. It's been thank an absolute you. pleasure. Happy Easter to you. And uh, we'll see you next week. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. Twitter at MI Livecast. If you listen to us on iTunes, please leave us a, a rating, hopefully a five-star rating. You can pick up some merch. Go to metalinjection.net slash livecast. Hit the merch button. Get a Dorinsky shirt, a Raba shirt, Comic Sans Pride. I'm very gassed. Oh Thank you, Casper Mattress. Promo code metal. Bye-bye. <laughs>